<clears throat> yeah, I'm ready. I, I prepared an introduction for this one, so I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. So, so hi everybody. Uh, this is going to be our part seven, and I've been looking forward to this one since part one. Uh, let's see. Uh, our we're going to do a prosperity seminar. We 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 put out that need that there's going to have to be prosperity doctrine spoken in this cup. <laughs> I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Prosperity <laughs> seminar. <laughs> I'm about to bail on you, man. I'm back in the 70s. <laughs> Prosperity seminar. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be firstborn today. Yeah. Or just firstborn. Yeah, just firstborn. First, uh, Abraham's blessing of the first lineage. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And um, I've been, I've been, I have been spending some time looking at what we've recorded, the conversations we've had, yeah, yeah, good conversations, yeah. and rich conversations. And, and I've been looking at them again, and the way I can tell that they're great conversations. And by the way, I'm talking funny. It's because I have a mouthpiece in my mouth. I want to excuse myself. Yeah, I have a yeah. mouthpiece, and it makes it hard to diff difficult for me to speak. So I also spit a lot, so please ignore that. Uh, I was watching... And watching all the content, the conversation we're having, and I would get right back into the conversation as if I am participating again. Yeah. It just drew me back in. It was hard to hit the, 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 the stop button and yeah. go do something else. So because of that, I know that we have really valuable information that people will be intrigued with. I'm hoping that I can get it in front of a lot of people's eyes and... One set of people that I think about a lot is ministers. Oh, man. Now, here's, here's what's interesting about this is <clears throat> I've spent a lot of time working with ministers, not pulpit and pulpit. Right, right, right. <clears throat> behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so I got to know a lot of these, these, these gentlemen. And at the same time, I see the sincerity that they have. But at the same time, they're so far away. And... The proof? Now, far away from what? The far, far away from the kingdom of God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And but I see the sincerity. Mm -hmm. These guys are these guys are really believe that they're doing. They're laying their lives down. They're they're just. But the reason I see the proof is because I'll go to the fellowship and I'll see who's there and I'll see the fruit. You know, the three years, five years, seven years of fruit, and there's no rep reproduction of lordship of Christ. Right. Right. It's it's a. It's a church-going event, mm -hmm. fulfilling that obligation for, for a church. And so that's what I experience a lot of. And so I did want to cover, you spoke a little bit about firstborn, secondborn, and about, about that difference. And when I watched the segment, I realized, okay, there was no really background into that. We, it just skimmed over. It went over mm -hmm. real quickly. So uh, if you would... Explain a little bit about what we're talking about when we're referring to the firstborn, because we use that phrase a lot. Yeah. Firstborn, secondborn, and what what happens with the firstborn? What's the leanings of the firstborn, mm -hmm. secondborn? What's the leanings of the secondborn, and where should we land? Where, sh where should be the goal for us as belie not believers? believers? Yeah, but disciples? Disciples. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is true. It's a major, it's a major to me, mm. because it has been... Uh, it has not been merismos or separated or for distinction or clarification. It has not. It's just, it's just overlooked primarily. <clears throat> and where the 
problem lies is it's actually in a if you use the term of filtering system which we all have mm -hmm. it's it's a cultural mentality that we're missing and it goes back to uh, the firstborn, secondborn, which means say, I'm 72 years of age. Mm -hmm. That's my firstborn. And then I'm 52 years of age in Christ. So it's the, um, what kicks it in is your, the new nature. The new man in the Christ. The new man. There's an old man, right. which is 72. The new man is 52. Okay. And then we go to Manasseh and Ephraim. He said, the elder shall serve the younger. Mm. So what's supposed to take place here in the prophetic is the elder, 72 years of age, is supposed to eventually submit himself to the second born, the younger, which now tells you that these are, these are the battles of two natures. Mm -hmm. You have the human nature. You have a divine nature. We're partakers of his divine nature. Mm -hmm. This is what we, that the Bible con, uh, uh, reveals, uh, calls the conflict. This is the contrary natures. Mm -hmm. And that's why Christ came in contrary to that firstborn, rebirths the secondborn, and begins to take dominion away from the firstborn and give that authority and dominion to the secondborns, where we rule over our flesh by our spirit man. And Christ himself made it very clear when he brought this distinction. Now, I know nobody in the Bible, the New Testament, <clears throat> that brought such a clear distinction between the, the soul and the spirit than Christ himself uh, in Gethsemane. That's where it showed up. That's where it showed up. Mm -hmm. He actually chose his own firstborn, mm -hmm. I don't want to die. Is there any way out of this? The negotiator was there. Mm -hmm. But because his spirit man was strong, he conquered and he ruled it. The The elder submitted to the younger, and Christ said, no, we're going to make this happen. I'm going to do the will, but thy will be done. Right. We did see two wills. We saw the will of Christ. We saw the will of the firstborn. Uh, as Satan said it in Job, is all that a man hath will he give for his own life. The greatest temptation there is is when it comes to the time to lose your life. And that's when Christ experienced his firstborn thinking, is there a way out of this? Before that time, every time you saw him um, faced with a decision, he would say, you know, I'm here to do the will of the It was easier. Assembly. Right. Not when it comes to, as, as Lucifer said, all that a man has, he'll get for his own life. Oh, when you go down to the, your own up. life, that's where it survival. gets survival. Survival. Life or death. I want to live. Mm -hmm. All Christ was saying, I, I, I want mm -hmm. to live. I, I'll be glad to something. do this, but I want to live. Wow. And boy, the pressure was there. It took him three hours. Right. And the pressure so strong, it said, that he actually sweated great drops of blood. Now, that's an enormous amount of high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And uh, But he, he made it happen. It took him three hours. And he was trying to get assistance. He was disciples. wanting help. He had to told him, watch with me, mm -hmm. pray with me, let's intercede together, support me. No, nah, we're going to go underneath the tree and sleep. <laughs> this is your problem. Mm -hmm. you know, and that was a sadness. But yeah. let me tell you where our real big mistake is. You know, you talk about working with ministers and mm -hmm. the sincerity, it's mm -hmm. there, the desire is there. The problem of it is, is the, what, what they were channeled into. Now, there are, there are th uh, two primary kings that Christ comes as a king to deliver us from. The first one is the cosmos king, and that would be Pharaoh or whomever, the worldly system. Yeah, okay, this, so Pharaoh representing the, the, the ways of the world. Yeah, the ways of the, the world. The old life? Old lifestyle, okay. old man. And I use the term cosmos culture, KK cosmos culture, which you come out of this whole worldly system, and you're born in it. Now, mm -hmm. You're born in it, and mm -hmm. here's the problem. Part of that uh, cosmos uh, kingdom, it births a religion. 
That is the nature of religion. It doesn't come out of the second born. It comes out of the first born. And what happens in the second born, there is no religion, not in Christ. Mm. And people believe, these preachers and all, Baptists, mm. Lutheran, they mm-hmm. believe that Christ came uh, to develop, to build a religion, mm. to establish a religion, to birth it. Mm-hmm. And he did not. He did not come to do anything to do with religion. That's the second king, Babylon. Mm-hmm. And here's what I think is interesting numerically. Uh, Babylonian captivity, 70 years. Yeah. Now, you can get born again and go right into a Babylonian denominational church that preaches religion, and you can spend 70 years of your life in going to that church or that denomination and really never change that mm. much. Mm. Because it's a religion. Right. But when you remove yourself from the cosmos religions, all of them, and then you go into the kingdom of God, you're not going to come under the rule or the influence of a pastor. You're going to come under the rule and the influence of a king. Now, that takes me and just triggered me right then. That takes me to a thinking of these two priesthoods. Mm-hmm. The Aaronic order of priesthood is what all of Babylonian and religion is. Mm-hmm. Today, this day and age, we have the Aaronic order of priesthood with the pastoral system. The pastoral system is a carryover of the Aaronic order of priesthood. And we've not transferred from Aaronic order of priesthood to Melchizedek. And the Melchizedek order of the priesthood comes from two uh, Hebrew words, Malik Zedek. Mm-hmm. And the Malik means king and Zedek means righteousness. Mm-hmm. And jo- so you got mm-hmm. Jeho- you know, so you got the Malik Zedek or you got Melchizedek's priesthood. And now Christ is made unto us kings and priests. And, and uh, what type of priesthood? Well, we are kings, which you don't get that in the pulpit anyway. Right. And then we're supposed to be after the order of Melchizedek, but we're still after the order of Aaron. And Mm. what we do, we have Aaron and his priest and all this priesthood. And by the way, here's what's interesting about the tithes and offering. Under the Aaronic order of priesthood, it says they took off the tithe. Mm. And under the Melchizedek order of priesthood, it says he receives the tithes. Mm. Mm. It shows you the difference in the nature. Wow. And then they'll tell you, look, we're going to take up the tithes. We're mm. going to take up tithes. And I'm sure I know you are. It's, it's Aaronic order of priesthood. And so when I, I, I paid tithes and offerings because when you go back to the Melchizedek priesthood, the tithes started in the beginning with Abraham. It never started with Moses. Before the law. Before the law, way mm-hmm. before the law. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, uh, uh, Abraham, he paid tithe to Melchizedek when he met him. Mm-hmm. Well, now we realize that Mel, the Melchizedek order is, he said, Jesus Christ after the order of Melchizedek. I don't pay tithes to a church or to a religion, or to a denomination, or to a pastor. I, I, I pay tithes to the king who wants to promote his kingdom, mm-hmm. advance his, the, the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in advancing denominations. I'm, I'm here to advance the kingdom of God. That's important to point out because even online, it's become a major topic that, that whole tithing thing. Yeah. And like I spoke to you before, there are a lot of individuals who are just contrarians. And so they're looking for the next thing that they need to take down. They sure, live. sure. And so that's one of them. The cancer culture. Yeah, the cancer <laughs> culture. You know, or I, I think we refer to them as the snowflakes, spiritual yes, snowflakes. That's right. And so... Um, so there is a distinction between Mel- Melchizedek and Aaron. Aaron took the tithe, and that that system is Babylonian. It's total Babylonian system. It's not. It's not the church that Jesus Christ. Yeah, see, that about. was the, that was the one that appeals to the firstborn. 
Okay. Because he likes Aaron's priesthood. Here's mm-hmm. the reason he likes it. <clears throat> There's a Levitical tribe involved in that. Well, Christ came from Judah. Oh, yeah. So you have to, again, make another distinction. Mm. And the reason we like the tribe of, of uh, Levi, Levi they, they, we pay them to do it for us. Right. That's why we hire pastors. We fire pastors. You See, so you have to, in, in Babylon, under the Aaronic order of priesthood, you have to come in and you have to go through tests. They have to, it's trials. You have to try you try out your preaching. Do they like your preaching? Oh, I see. You know, you, you got to do all that. <clears throat> and then they're You're promoted within their system. <clears throat> oh, You're not promoted by God. Not by God. You're promoted by your skills. Right. And then they ask you, see, under, under Babylon, under the Aaronic Order of Priesthood, you have to have an ordination. Right. And you have to have an ordination paper. Right. Now, I got ordained in the mm-hmm. 1970s, and I just threw the paper away when I finally entered into the kingdom because Jesus said, I've called you and ordained you. Mm-hmm. I don't need anyone else to ordain me. Mm-hmm. And so I've never needed those papers, mm-hmm. but it's something that the people like to put on the wall, mm-hmm. and it's their flesh. It's credentials. Their, yeah, it's credentials to their flesh. It's the value premium that uh, the world gives the flesh. Mm-hmm. But we have brought the flesh, the firstborn, and he loves religion. Lucifer loves religion. Both of them love to go to church together. They just adore one another. That's why he said to me when I had that moment with this principality in Ark, he said, go on, go to church. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it doesn't bother me, he says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you enter into the kingdom, now it's kingdom versus kingdom. Then he says, stay out of my kingdom. See, this is a very difficult subject because um, it goes against the grain of people's relationship with God because all they think about is that Sunday morning church service. Sure. That's all uh, they think about. You know, and if they're really dedicated, that Wednesday yep. service. Yeah. And so... I'm not putting it down. Here's the, I, I hear you. Here's the thing that you have to look at is the origin of, of everything is your identity. And once you have that identity, you have now a fixed filtering system automatically filters everything. So let's back up and let's talk about the identity again. All right. So let me go back to this on religion. Okay. Protestant means to protest. Right. What was our origin? We came out of Catholicism. Right. And all we did, we kept, we didn't, we didn't keep the, the uh, Pope, we kept the, uh, or the priest, we kept the pastor. Doesn't matter if it's the. It just switched names. Yeah, it's a PPP, doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. Mm-hmm. So you have a pope, a priest, a pastor, and then we still do the same identical type of thing mm-hmm. that Catholics do. Mm-hmm. And he, a mass, basically. You're let me a tell Sunday you a funny mass. one. I'll give you one. I don't want to get on, on this one okay. because. But when I discovered, as, as a, a son of God, mm-hmm. and I discovered the word Christmas. It wasn't me that I, it wasn't the fact that I had a problem doing Christmas. No, I couldn't figure out what I was doing with Christ Mass. Mm-hmm. And what am I doing with a Christ Mass? Right. I don't. I don't do Catholicism. I don't do Mass. Right. Mass. Right. And the reason the religious world wants it, it's all about gifts and parties, mm-hmm. and and that's all it's about. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there, there's the reason that I thought, no, I don't do no. I'm not Catholic. Mm-hmm. So when I when I finally got delivered out of all this Babylonian thinking, and come out under Aaron's priesthood and came into Melchizedek's priesthood, then I understood kingship. Lordship. Then I understood the priesthood, how the priesthood operates. The whole priesthood of the male exotic order, that whole priesthood is how Christ, he does two things. He, he governs and rules, and he ministers and serves. This mm. is the two primary dynamics that you and I have as kings and priests. Mm-hmm. We, we are supposed to rule. We're supposed to govern. We're supposed to have authority. And then we're supposed to move over into the priesthood. We're supposed to serve and help. And we're supposed to have gifts and anointings. And the, this whole area of priesthood is that falls underneath that category of concerning pneumaticos. Right. All the spirituals. Mm-hmm. 
falls underneath that priesthood. Now, I'm going to throw one out here for you that really does shake the religious world. If we believe that Christ came and brought a kingdom and not a religion, if we believe he came to deliver us from the kingdoms of this world, both uh, Cosmos Kingdom, Babylonian, uh, I mean, the mm -hmm. uh, Pharaoh system, world system, Babylon, which is Nebuchadnezzar's system. system. Yeah. These two systems are in us when we, get, when we are, are first born. And Christ comes and in, with his kingdom, and as a king, he invades Pharaoh, he invades Nebuchadnezzar, and he changes the culture of the worldly system. He doesn't change the worldly system. He changes us mm -hmm. and delivers from the worldly mm -hmm. system and from the religious system. Now, here's one for you <clears throat> that I can validate New Testament uh, gospels just as easy as I can be. If you believe that Christ came as a king, now here's a major distinction. I will say this emphatically, and then it will go. It will be very contested, but by the uh, by the audience, okay. I'm sure we'll hear from this. But Christ did not heal the sick. He did not I cast agree. out devils. He did not raise the dead. He said, number one, the Father yes. that dwelt in me does the works. And he <clears throat> also raised Christ from the dead. Yes. I find some people think, they, they'll say, well, Jesus, well, he, he rose from the dead. I said, no, no, no. He was raised from the dead. He said the Holy Spirit yes. raised him from the dead. Yes. The power of mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost raised mm -hmm. him from the dead. Mm -hmm. Now, that's number one. Number number two, Jesus Christ never healed anybody as a priest. He did mm. it as a king. Wow. He came and, and took dominion over demons, dominion mm -hmm. over sickness, dominion over disease, dominion over death. He ruled it. He lorded it. He mastered it. Wow. That's kingship. And so what we try to do today is we try to heal the sick from an anointing. Mm. We want the priesthood's anointing. The, they have to have the holy water or they have to be anointed to do it. <clears throat> no, you don't. As a king, that's a dominion. That's a, that's a domain that you're conquering and ruling as a king. When Christ came as king, you can look at him and everything, every sign, wonder, and miracle he did was from an act of a king. Authority of this is my domain. Come out of that woman. Loose that woman. All of that was about kingship. There wasn't, there wasn't, didn't have to have a gift or an anointing. Do you think that, do you think that one of the difficulties it is for, um, for us to identify with that is because we are not in a kingdom like uh, government here in the U.S. We're a democracy or a sure. republic. Sure, and that's so the, that's it, our problem. <clears throat> because yeah. here, what you hear a lot about is, you know, I have my rights. Yeah. You know, in uh, America, human rights. Right. It's just, I see that a lot. You know, people like you don't have a right to do that. Hey, I have every right to do this, and and I think about that sometimes, and I think, you know, in the future, uh, when 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 Jesus has His kingdom and He's ruling. There's not going to be any of that stuff. That's it's right. not going to be put up with. No, not at all. So do you think that it makes it difficult for people to understand what you're talking about? Well, it made it difficult for me because I've come on up under a president, vice president. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a Senate, We, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. We have Congress. And we they're have, voted in. Voted in, voted out. And uh, that's all we know. Not set. So we vote in pastors and we vote them out. We just continue the culture. Because that's what all we know. And the kingdom of God, it, there, you're, you're not voted in. No, you're not. 
You're called and selected, and it's up to you if you answer the phone. Okay. You'll make the call. It's up to you if you answer it. But you've heard me say, in fact, all the last couple of times we've talked, I, and I'm sure it's confusing, but I say, you don't pray it, you say it. Kings say it. Mm-hmm. Priests pray it. And then a mm-hmm. priest will say, Father, I'm just asking you to heal this mm-hmm. woman and ask you to deliver her from the drugs. And they're praying it. Mm-hmm. And Christ came and he said it. He said, come out of her, Uh come out of her. Uh And so he said it. Uh And as a king, we don't pray for for like that. That's a priesthood. There's nothing wrong with uh, in the priesthood praying. Uh You're you're praying, intercession, et cetera, mediation. Uh But here's the reason I tell you. But because Christ came as a king, if we Mm -hmm. believe that, Mm -hmm. and you follow him, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he said it. He did. Now, if you follow him in the priesthood, then I would suggest to all the priests, when did he enter into his priesthood? When did he enter into intercession, mediation, reconciliation? When did he do that? Well, the scripture says when he ascended. Yes. He entered into now. Now he's entered into his priesthood Mm -hmm. on the earth for whatever it is, years on the earth, and how often Mm -hmm. people, whatever people believe, Mm -hmm. they wrote the fact the matter is, the time that the father <clears throat> said his time was now until yes. the time he ascended, he was a king, not mm-hmm. a priest. He didn't operate in priesthood. Oh, by the way, um, I'll take, I want to say this because I, I want to get some feedback. You know, uh, I, and we haven't had this discussion nor uh, talked this out, but uh, in, in my studies, I found that uh, what I believe that I've seen in the scripture is that his his earthly ministry, uh, it, it, I always believed the way I was taught it was a three-year span, but I've come to believe that it was a one-year span. Not does it make big difference, right? right. But that's one thing that I found, in the, and 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 that's one of the reasons that I love studying scripture because you find things that are interesting like that, and I'm willing to talk to anybody who wants to talk about it. <laughs> if you study Matthew beginning of Matthew 1 mm-hmm. and the generation of Jesus yes. Christ, that's when you begin to see mm-hmm. genealogy mm-hmm. And, it, and it begins to put you into every one of those is in a 14-year period mm-hmm. all the way down through there. So, yeah, you're, you probably would never know. You know, uh, all of this is what we've done by religion, you know. Right. And we don't know if it was how long he really actually mm-hmm. was. It doesn't really say. Mm-mm. One of the things I'm grateful for, it doesn't record when he was born. Uh, as a birthday, because if right. we, as humans, we'd worship that day. That's right. We turned it into idolatry. Right. So grateful we didn't do that. Right. But another thing, give you an example, for for years and years in Christmas, you've got the you've you've got the uh, nativity set, mm-hmm. and the three wise men sitting there with the baby. Mm-hmm. And if you look, read the scriptures, the wise men didn't show up until they back home. Right. Uh, he, yeah. was, he was much older at he that probably time. probably could have been two years old, possibly. Been, they, they, they perceived somewhere mm-hmm. between one and a half to two, mm-hmm. two and a half years before mm-hmm. the wise men came. Right. But we keep this religion going. Here's something interesting about the wise men, too, is that these were... Uh, magi? Magis. Now, Kings. you could trace them all the way back to Daniel. He was the one who was originally the person who was training these. That's it. It's very fascinating. It is. And these were, these were even though I use the word wise men, these mm-hmm. were three kings. Magis mm-hmm. were kings, came mm-hmm. to see the king. Mm-hmm. 
Now, right. we look at it as three shepherds right. came in, come to see the pastor, mm-hmm. the gentle shepherd of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Psalms 23. Mm-hmm. And we just keep this religious right. thing going about Christ. And so he, he did not heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out the devil. He said the Father did that. Yes. He said the words I speak unto you, they're not my own. The Father yes. that dwelt in me, he doeth the works. Either that's true or it isn't. So Christ functioned and showed us as as how he could do it as a born of the flesh and how you can move mm. it and do it in the spirit. Mm. And any man denies he came in the flesh mm-hmm. is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. That's why he said, the works that I do shall you do also and greater because right. you're going to do what I did yes. and you're going to trust the Father to do the works the same as I did. Well, I'm thankful for that. <clears throat> so um, it's interesting what you're saying because it's not praying it, it's saying it. Yeah. And even by saying it, the works that he did, the Father did. But he said it as a king. He had the the. He no man spoke like this man. Right. He said he speaks with authority. Right. The priests don't speak with authority. They have power. Mm-hmm. We have dunamis. Mm-hmm. But a king has exousia. He has authority. Mm-hmm. So let me give you another one that's really quiet. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Yeah. Well, what 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 happened was when I saw this, my whole world changed. When he said, "Let us make man in our image after our likeness." And when he said that, and then you go to Colossians and you go to Hebrews, and mm-hmm. it says, uh, in fact, I could read it. In fact, let me do that right now. Uh, where is that? Colossians and, and uh, he, yeah, Colossians. Let me give, show you one right here. And when I saw this, it kind of opened my eyes to something else. And I said, what is this? What is this? So and it deals with Christ. Uh, if I can show you the scripture, I wasn't thinking about this, but it's coming right now. Uh, in Colossians, it says, the, uh, you use this term about the beginning of creation. Mm-hmm. And then here's what Revelation says. For unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans write, these things saith the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Now, let's go with this creation of God for a moment. Now, remember, we're going to tear down religious uh, mindsets, paradigms yeah. tonight. A little yeah. bit. We're going to challenge this yeah. religion. Why do we do what we do and keep mm-hmm. on doing it? We'll mm-hmm. talk about going to church and church mm-hmm. versus kingdom, mm-hmm. and we kick all that out tonight. It's uncomfortable. This is an uncomfortable conversation, and so for others, for others, not for me. And, and I'll tell you what: some some of the things that I've studied out, I felt that it was very very uncomfortable as I was discovering things. Uh, so much so that I would even think, "Oh my, I hope it's okay for me to be." going into these areas. I remember, you know, having the fear of God thinking, oh, do I have permission to be studying these things? Mm, Because it's not, this is not orthodox. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if this is even real or not. I want to make sure what I believe is true. And so I would begin my study. I'm like, oh, God, I'm not trying to, you know, stretch the word in any form i want to know what it is and i'm thinking something over here that's not that's not orthodox teaching within the church but i'm finding that this is it i hope you're okay with this that's what i would do well you can see how challenging it was for me when i began to see the difference between the aaronic priesthood and melchizedek's i saw uh, i saw a man anointed as Mm. a priest I saw a man anointed as a king. Mm. Two different types of anointings here. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, did I see something 
started changing my world Oof. thinking entirely. I'm no longer under this Aaronic order of priesthood. This is what we have primarily mm-hmm. in all your denominational churches. Mm-hmm. You do have Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday mm-hmm. night, the Aaronic order of priesthood. Mm-hmm. And you're just going him and his sons keep on carrying right. on the legacy. Right. And they don't stop. But here's what it said here. And this is when I started changing my thinking. I, had, I asked myself, who created the heavens and the earth? And it goes here in Hebrews 1, 2. It hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Did the Father create the world or did his Son? Well, Hebrews says the Son did. He was the creator of it. Colossians 1, 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. So the father didn't create the heavens and the earth. He delegated it to his son. When he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, as Jesus said, my father's given unto me all authority until the day of a reformation, until the, the second coming. But until that, but he said, all right, son, it's yours. Create the heavens and the earth. Create what you want. Christ did all the creating. We say God did. The religion says God did. Scripture says Christ did. The, the religion says that we're of the Aaronic order of priesthood. Now, here's the thing. Here's how you know you're of the Aaronic order of priesthood. What do we have to build? We have to build Moses' tabernacle. Mm-hmm. So we have to build churches all the time. We're not building the body. We're building churches. Right. Melchizedek builds the body. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, which he, Colossians says, Hebrews, Philippians says, which is his church, his church, which is his body. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And so Christ came and said, I'm going to build my body. Aaron says, we need to build some churches. We need to build some Moses tabernacle mm-hmm. on every corner, mm-hmm. and we need to call it the First Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I right. always laugh at that. There are millions of First Baptist churches. <laughs> right. How can they all be first? <laughs> so I look at that, and I'm humored by the arrogance, really, of religion, not of people. They're like mm-hmm. I said, most of these pastors, sons of right. God, men of God, they're sincere. But religion is arrogance, and it, it appeals to the firstborn. They want to mm-hmm. worship something. They mm-hmm. want to idolize men. Mm-hmm. They want to idolize their denomination. They want to feel secure in all of that. Mm-hmm. But when you come into the Melchizedek priesthood, then what you'll say, you're going to come under the rule of a king. Yeah, goes back to what you said well ago. We're not that in informed on the culture of kingship no. the best thing we do is we go oh this is uh oh this is going to be a dictatorship then you're just talking dictatorship because you can't understand christ as king and he'll he will tell you not as the world not as the gentiles we're not going to do this like the gentile the, the worldly mm-hmm. kings uh, they do it for themselves yeah and uh jesus and now it's do it. now it's so exaggerated with 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 social media uh i get um you know, through social media, I'll get posts of, you know, all the, the community fellowships here, yeah. churches here. And boy, it went crazy for, for the service that happened last Sunday. I mean, it was just like so competitive of, of everybody. Oh, I can believe it. I mean, it was. Oh, yeah, Easter. Oh, gosh. Best dark day. And <laughs> yeah, and so it's, it's very competitive. And it, it's it, it, they have to out outdo the next one uh-huh. and so they're all competing within the market there, there's there's so many people in the region and within the yes. group of people there's so many people that go to church in that area yeah. and so the thinking is how can i increase how many come to our That's fellowship it. That's it. 
Uh, I mean, they're going to come from another fellowship. How do we get them to get our fellowship? And so they have to make a pitch. That's it. They have to present it in a very um, um, attractive form. To the flesh. Through the flesh. All of this is through Always the flesh. Always through the flesh. All of this is through the flesh. And so they, what they do is they will they will decorate like you wouldn't believe. Not, But this is every Sunday. They have the, the, the lighting like a concert, a full-blown concert, yeah. like going to a rock concert. Yeah. I mean, it's full-blown. They got the best equipment, the best audio gear money can buy, uh, the best of everything. They'll even put smoke up in the air. Yeah, it's and entertainment. It's entertainment. It is entertainment. And, but they're competing against each other. Mm-hmm. They are trying to outdo the church that's, you know, 10 blocks away. Yeah. And but, it, but it is for the flesh. See, it appeals to the firstborn. And that's something? It is. The firstborn loves it. And here's the reason. Remember, Aaron, the order of priesthood is mm-hmm. I'm not of the Levitical priesthood. You're not, but the pastor is. So we just have to go to church and he'll entertain mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. He'll give us recreation. He'll entertain us. He'll minister. I'm not responsible. I have no obligation. I just show up. Yeah. And then I go out and you and I go out for lunch. And what do you think about the message? Well, mm-hmm. you know, from 1 to 10, I'll give it an 8.4 this year. So the price moving away from the Aaron, Aaronic priesthood into the Melchizedek priesthood is there's a big price to pay. Major price to pay there. You will lose your idolatry, the mm-hmm. worship of people. They won't worship you. They won't idolize you. In fact, I told uh, uh, no names, but in the 1980s, uh, early part of the 1980s, the, the uh, word of faith was really going strong at that time. So I met with some of the brothers and I said to them, look, do your prosperity seminar and you'll have 5,000. Sit down, let me come up, and I'll thin it out to about 12 disciples. <laughs> and it was true. And, uh, but it's, it's I, I laugh, and as I'm laughing, I'm thinking, wait a minute, that's a good thing. Yeah. At first, my first response was like, oh, man, you just turn out. Th- th-. But then you're in, you end with very... Um, Individuals who have made him Lord. Lord, not saved, just saved. Yeah. Here, is the, here is the deal. Look at the two most successful ministries today. And I mm-hmm. had to back off of them. They're, they present two primary things, healing and prosperity. Right. Now, who in the firstborn would not want both of those? Mm-hmm. There is an, an inbred nature of the firstborn, health, wealth, Mm-hmm. These are the two primary factors of mm-hmm. his life. And when it gets down to the multimillionaire, he's not happy if he's sick. He doesn't care about the money. So the ultimate is our health. Mm-hmm. So if we can have health and then wealth, we can live large. But these are the two primary things that came out in the 1960s and 70s, the healing seminars and the prosperity seminars. And they packed them out by the tens of thousands of people coming. Why not? I'm going to show you mm-hmm. how you can make a lot of money. God's going to give you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And God's going to give you your health. Well, let, who is this God? Let's right. go. Right. And that's what that's what is the drawing card. Hmm. So what we did in the 70s. But it's Aaronic. It is Aaronic. Mm-hmm. It's Aaronic's order of priesthood mm-hmm. that gives you nothing but the flesh. It just, but it doesn't touch your human spirit. It doesn't touch your character. It doesn't bishop your soul. So it's it's the, what should it profit a man if he gained the whole yeah. world? And they can, and they can. They preach it today, and, and they still can. I right now, with the gifts of healing that operate in my life, I found out I was I was at uh, TBN. Now here was something that happened. 
And uh, this is where I learned my the spirit of whoredoms. I have to tell you, I learned it. At, I never knew a thing about spirit of whoredoms. <clears throat> but I'm there, and I'm coming in on a regular basis for a number of years. And had I had my own little room, my little office there, and had all the drinks and foods and all that. Every time I'd show up, and I just got doing through doing a seminar at Maryland Christian Center, mm-hmm. and that's a big revolving church in in uh, Anaheim. <clears throat> And it seats a few thousand. I don't remember now how many, but uh, one one little chase the rabbits. Fun. I've never been on a revolving. Platform. I was about to. I was about to say. Uh, you said it's a revolving. It was a revolving platform right smack in the middle. Right of it. in the middle. And so you have. It was a dome. You have audience all around you. Yes, and what you do, you do a three sixty every hour. <laughs> Every hour. So here, in joking, the first time I was on the platform, and it starts this slow movement. And I said, ma'am, I have a word from God for you, and I'll be back in about an hour. And everybody just went crazy. That's how I began the whole thing. <laughs> and it was, because, it was again, it's that, come on, stop with all of this right. stuff. You know, it's 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 a religious joke. It's it's appealing to the, all the flesh. You get tired of it. I got real tired of it. That's spirit of whoredoms. Now, but, but everybody's doing it. Yes. Now, at, but I will tell you that the signs and wonders and miracles mm-hmm. was profound. Mm-hmm. There was such an outpouring that it was it was it was uh, corporate healings and miracles. Mm-hmm. By me just standing there where God the Father does the works, mm-hmm. and after it's over, with, I'm I'm back in uh, in my at TBN and <clears throat> Paul Crouch. I don't mind Ralph. Uh, no, not is he Ralph? Okay. Yeah, Ralph Wilkerson. Wilkerson. Those two were outside the door talking, and Ralph says, uh, "Man, we haven't seen anything like this since Captain Coleman. We got, we got, to, we got to do something with this guy now." So now they start planning my life. Now they're going to merchandise it. Wow. We can make, we can make this thing happen. We'll have big meetings and seminars. And it started, mm. and I'm sitting there feeling like piece of piece mm. of meat or cattle. Mm. And I started feeling a mattress mm. on my back. <laughs> I did. Right. I actually started right. sensing. Right. I'm walking around here with a mattress strapped right. to my back. Right. I'm about to I'm, merchandising. Merchandising. They're about to merchandise me, which in essence is merchandising the gift of God. Yeah. I knew my days was over then because I wow. thought, once I started seeing the spirit of whoredoms, I thought, mm-hmm. no, you can't buy and sell me. I'm I'm mm-hmm. bought with a price. You can't mm-hmm. buy and sell Jesus Christ. You can't merchandise and market him and his which they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they do all that. And that was just status quo. I mean, that's that's nobody thinks the thing about it. They thought everything was fine. Yeah, everybody, you you'd be fine with it. Yeah, here's here's how here's how the and the appeal was there. So here it comes the kind of Randy. Here's what we want to do. We're going to go to the biggest uh, uh, states. Mm-hmm. We're going to set up massive seminars, healings, miracles, signs, and one. We'll just keep it going. Every month we'll do one. Every, just it sounded awesome. It sounded like this is what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. But I began to see. And boy, this is tough saying, but I begin to see in the ministry that pastors and all, and that they can be pimps. Mm. They can be pimps, and you can be the prostitute bringing you in as a gift. And if you have the goodies, deliver it, and we'll because pay you. it because it draws a crowd. It draws the crowd, draws the crowd. Spirit of whoredoms, mm-hmm. pros- and it's just pimps and prostitutes in the in the kingdom. I mean, in the church world. So, the church, um, who's it helping? Well, it does help. You get born again. Okay, I tell you, it's it's not much more than an insurance policy 
because religion says this, Christ came as a Savior to save you so you could go to heaven. Mm -hmm. That is church entity in, uh, around the world. Christ came as a king mm -hmm. to invade you with his kingdom so that you could enter. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal, John chapter 3. You have to see the kingdom. You have to be born again to see it, not mm -hmm. born again to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. You have to be born again to enter the kingdom. We say, religion says, you get born again to enter heaven. Mm -hmm. Jesus said you get born again to enter the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Now, what's it going to be? Mm -hmm. Are we just waiting to enter into heaven? Or are we supposed to enter into un into and under the king's domain, come under his rule, come under his authority, subject ourselves to and let him rule us? Are we going to do that or not? Mm -hmm. And in church entity, you don't have to. You'll get born again and live your own life. Now, using the word church entity, because in, in a, to me today, uh, this, this sounds... Uh, probably will be very contended as well. But Christ has become uh, almost a religion in America. Mm. And he no longer, we don't filter him as we see him in scriptures. We filter him as we have in each denomination. Mm -hmm. The Pentecostals filter, see Jesus entirely different than the Baptists. The Baptists see him different than the Lutheran. The Lutherans see him different than the Methodists. So each one of those is an image and likeness. Now listen to this. They make Christ in the image and likeness of themselves, mm -hmm. the denomination. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to what I said. God said, let us make man mm -hmm. in our image and likeness and Religion says, let us make God in our image and likeness. Mm. Jesus Christ is, is Southern Baptist. Jesus Christ is Pentecostal. Mm. Jesus Christ is Word of Faith. Mm -hmm. It's the image and likeness. You make that image, and then you. this is what we want him to be like. Yeah. So the, is, here's how we see him, image. Here's how he behaves like this. And we, we make that through Aaron's priesthood. I remember... Uh, I remember... Uh, there was a time, I know this because I've researched and listened to some of your, um, your messages back from uh, a, a, different, a different decade. And I remember there was a time when you, you just blurted this out. In the middle of a message, you blurted it out, and it was just a very quick, like you had this thought in your mind, and you said it, but you didn't lay anything else out there with it. But you were talking about having a vision to establish a fellowship and to establish it with order and set it up yeah. properly. And you had mentioned in that little blurb, you said that, that you and Gloria have really, we have a vision and we see what we're, we're going to be able to do. Um, during this time, were you still aware of this? Were you talking about the kingdom of God? Yeah, I started seeing it. Okay. And, that, and I'm entering it. Now, mm -hmm. I'll give you another one from... <clears throat> Aaron's priesthood to Melchizedek. Mm -hmm. In Aaron's priesthood, they ordained the gifts. Okay. There are these five gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Now, just for a point, just for mm -hmm. a point. Nowhere else in the New Testament is the word pastor used but one time. It's poimen, same word used shepherd mm -hmm. hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. So you really have the apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher. Right. The pastor came from uh, Catholicism. Right. That's the word came right out of Catholicism. Mm -hmm. It came from Catholic teaching. Mm -hmm. So it's really a shepherd. But here's the thing. These five gifts are called doma. When mm -hmm. Christ is in, he gave gifts. Doma is a Greek word. 
there are nine Greek words that, that interpret the word uh, gift for us. Now, we don't have that in English, but there are nine different Greek mm-hmm. words, doma, dosis, doron, dore. Well, interesting, dorea, dorama. And one, uh, interestingly enough, one of them is marismos. Correct. That's the word yeah. gift, uh-huh. as well as the word divine asunder, gifts of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. The word gifts is marismos. But here's the emphasis I'm trying to bring. In Babylon, in religion, they ordain uh, these gifts. <clears throat> But in the New Testament, you don't ordain gifts, you ordain elders. Mm. The only thing that you'll find where God said to ordain was elders and deacons. That's when he's going to build his body. So he says this, and follow this thinking. Elders and and deacons, ordain them. The reason Malik Zedek order, sets up a government structure. These are eldership. They're from government. He sets up a priesthood called deacons who serve and minister and help. So you have a helps ministry, and then it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 28, and God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, 30 teachers. After that, he talks about helps in governments. Mm-hmm. But he never mentioned shepherds. Right. And I don't know how in the world a shepherd got mm-hmm. to be first mm-hmm. when the Bible says that in the church, in the mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. is first apostles, secondary prophets, 30 teachers. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason that the Babylon has done that, they say there are no more apostles and prophets. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dead. They died out mm-hmm. with Christ. And all teachers are today are Sunday school teachers. Mm-hmm. And then you can be an evangelist and a pastor. This is what Babylon's done to us. And so they're ordaining these gifts but Christ ordained governments. So you don't ordain gifts, you ordain governments. So there's no, here's, this is a real challenge for the religious world. There is not one scripture from Genesis to Revelation that tells you to ordain a pastor. None. It tells you ordain elders in every church and in every city. Mm-hmm. And then he tells you later to ordain pastors. That's not all. Pastors. Uh, excuse me. Thank you. Deacons. Yes, right. And there's not one scripture that tells you to ordain a pastor, ordain a prophet, ordain an apostle. Let me ask you something. That, that it's, it's an indictment to Jesus Christ. When Christ ascended, he gave that gift. Correct. You either have it or you don't. And you're surely not going to get it by ordination. And I've been involved in meetings where prophets are making men prophets by laying hands Mm. on them Mm. and apostles are making them apostles and they're ordaining pastors and setting them in. And I'm thinking, where do you find that scripturally? Mm -hmm. There is no place to ordain an apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher. There's none. Mm -hmm. So where where is, and so you look at ordination, and like I said, there's only two that uh, Paul told told us to do. And he said, set that in order by ordaining elders in every church, every city. And then later on, he said to ordain the deacons. And uh, then he tells you the qualifications of elders mm-hmm. and deacons. Mm-hmm. So again, it goes back to the Malik Zedek, Malik Zedek government, Malik Zedek uh, helps, Malik, Malik, Malik Zedek uh, kingship, which is your governmental structure, mm-hmm. Malik Zedek your priesthood, which is your deacons serving and helping and supporting. And elders is government. <clears throat> uh, elders are governments and deacons are helps. Okay. And what do they do in Babylon? They have a deacon board right. that's government. Mm-hmm. Not even biblical. Right. Not even. There's first of all, there's no such thing as the deacon board. Mm-hmm. You won't even find that. It's, it's the same thing as a youth leader, or mm-hmm. associate pastor, or assistant pastor, mm-hmm. or co-pastor. Mm-hmm. Shows you where we're at uh, in our lack of maturity with the kingdom of God. When Christ ascended, He gave associate pastors mm-hmm. and assistant pastors <laughs> and co-pastors. You follow it? See. Right. <clears throat> so when I first 
started at the Church of Marsh, and we started ordaining the elders and deacons, I had to meet with all the elders' wives, and I had to meet with the deacons' wives, and said to them, you're not a co-elder. You're not, you're not, you're not, just because I'm an elder, mm-hmm. you're not an elder by association. And if, I, if I'm an apostle, or I'm a prophet, or I'm a teacher, that doesn't make my wife co-elder. Co, co it was, a, <clears throat> it was presupposed, I guess. Well, it's by association by name. Okay. See, Crystal's my wife, so therefore she has authority in the church in Marshall. It just goes with the turf. There ain't no Bible for that. There's no scripture for that stupid mm-hmm. stuff. And they're making these wives co-pastors. Mm-hmm. And there's no scripture for co-pastor. When Christ ascended, did he, did he make your wife a pastor? You know, did he give that gift, that shepherd gift? And if he didn't, get out of it. Get out right. of it. Right. And you can't assume because you have it, your wife has it. Right. But wives demand it. They want that same right. respect. See right. that that they want that. Right. And they're going to get that title. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Uh, we held a meeting, church in Marshall, a few years ago, and this uh, lady came up to Crystal. I'm going to use the word black lady because they believe in that religion that they they call them the first lady. Right, and so she's in this meeting, and I'm teaching ministry. And when she found out that Crystal was my wife, she goes over to Crystal. Oh, you, you're the first lady. <laughs> no, Crystal, I'm the only lady. <laughs> and she's, but you are the first lady. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, she said, Jesus Christ didn't call me in any office title or position because there are no offices, titles, or positions in Christ. You're talking, and she just gave her the Aaronic order that you, the, where you're from, the Aaronic order, this titles and positions and offices. Mm-hmm. See, it's not a title. The fivefold gift, the, uh, the Doma gifts, they're not titles. They're not offices. They're not positions. They're gifts. They're functions. They're just the way you function. This is how you operate. Mm-hmm. This would be the same as saying you're you're an electrician right. and I'm a car uh, I'm a carpenter. Right. I mean, so we so here's what we do. We use our names mm-hmm. to identify us as a title, mm-hmm. so that people can understand we have a position. And if I have that position and you don't, then I'm the greater. Mm-hmm. That's how we manipulate mm-hmm. this whole thing. And Job said this. He said, let me not, I pray thee, let me not, and I love this term, let me not, I pray thee, give any man flattering titles. Right. For I know not to give flattering titles, for in so doing, my maker would soon take me away. Well, if I mm. call myself Prophet Shankle, mm-hmm. Apostle Shankle, <laughs> Pastor Shankle, it's the identity to, and in fact, the word uh, uh, flattering title means any name before your name. Wow. Any name that precedes your name. Dr. Wow. Shankle. Right. A lawyer Shankle. Wow. Uh, I, I am Professor Shankle. Mm-hmm. Any name is that your identity that you're using to intimidate and to mm-hmm. stro- and stroke your flesh. Mm-hmm. That's your identity. Now, I mind your identity, we're sons of God. Right. And that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. So you're sons of God. And I've heard people say, that's it? I thought, oh, you have no idea what you just said. That is, that's a moron statement. I mean, you are a son of God. How much mm-hmm. more can you be? Right. So I drop it at that point. Now, at that, but happens that they want those titles, and they believe that the word apostle, prophet, teacher, whatever, mm-hmm. that it's a title. It's not a title, it's not an office, not a function, like you said. I mean, not. Uh, it's a function. It's right. not... It's not uh, it's not a title. It's not an office. And if you you want to use the name, I remember this brother. He comes from uh, up in another area, way a couple of years ago, and he wanted to hold a meeting at the church in Marshall. And I knew him. 
And so we go out for lunch and get ready for the week, and, and he called me Apostle Shankle. I said, uh, I want you to know I'm not going to be going by that title. It's a flattering title. And I said, if I call myself an apostle, and I call myself Apostle Shankle, and no one else in the fellowship is an apostle, then that makes them feel lesser to me. Mm. I said, I, no, mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. If we're all sons and daughters, that's pretty equal across the table. We can all in, be in, uh, heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus to be satisfied with that. But he couldn't do it. Mm. He, and I said, no, wow. you're not going to do this to me. He said, oh, I can't just call you. He said, what do you want me to call you? I said, Randy, that's my name. I said, Jesus, they called him Jesus. Paul was Paul. John was John. Mark was Mark. Peter was Peter. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I can't do this. See, he couldn't turn loose that Babylonian garment. Wow. He, he was cloaked. He was already been cloaked and with the garment of Babylon mm -hmm. and with Nebuchadnezzar told him he had to wear. Mm -hmm. And now he's got to wear the, the tie, the garment, the whole thing, and call you uh, Pastor Shankle. Mm -hmm. We have here tonight Pastor Shankle. Pastor Shankle, come on up and share the word of God, God mm -hmm. with us. You know, it's, mm -hmm. so, it's so, so religious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Very uh, frustrating. And I've had a difficult time with Churchianity, yeah, and um, I've had many, many uh, individuals confront me on, you know, why aren't you going to church? Right, and uh, I never really wanted to uh, attack, you know, because again, I I see a lot of quality people, but uh, you bring a lot of clarity to it. It's it's a system. Yes, that they're a part of. It's a system that I don't want to be a part of. And I do not either. See, when I started seeing. Going to church, and then the Bible says, I am the church. Mm -hmm. Now I had to figure out what did that mean. And then when I go back to what Jesus said, upon this rock I will build my church. Let me throw you yeah. something here that I have to tell you. Uh, that that uh, This one right here will kind of set you back on your heels mm -hmm. a little bit. And uh, <clears throat> let me get, say, show you what Jesus said here in Matthew 16, 18. He says, and I say unto thee, now this is where, uh, if you remember, this is where the, the Catholic said that the lineage of the Apostle Peter uh, birthed the, 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 uh, right. the Catholic religion in Rome. And it's, it's been descending between pope after pope after pope. Constantly, because that's, that's the apostolic lineage. Right, right. And the, the Catholics believe that mm -hmm. because they believe he's talking about Peter. Now right. listen closely. Thou, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He was talking about himself. Mm. You are Peter, but I'm going to build it upon this rock. I'm not mm. building it on you. Mm. I'm not building it on mankind. I'm building it on God. He was the rock. Yeah, he was the rock. He's always, mm -hmm. you, Old Testament, he calls him the rock. Psalm calls him the rock. Mm -hmm. What in the world are, people wasn't no rock. If mm -hmm. you remember the two terms, uh, in fact, the Greek is, if I can remember this, Petrus yeah. was one of them. One, one of them was being small stone. Peter, you're mm -hmm. a small stone. I'm the large stone, mm -hmm. basically what the Greek says. Mm -hmm. He said, I will give unto these a king. But anyway, the uh, the thing I was, uh, was wanting to bring about, when Christ said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Now, that's the word ecclesia. Mm -hmm. And this is very vital. That's a double, double K, twice mm -hmm. called out, called mm -hmm. out of the world, called out of religion, called out of Pharaoh, called out from under Nebuchadnezzar. So twice called out. But here is an interesting word. He uses this in the book of Acts. And two times he throws this. Acts 19, 32. Listen to what it says. Some therefore cried one thing and some another, for the assembly was confused and more part 
knew not wherefore they were come together. So hmm. He said the assembly. Now, mm-hmm. this was, the word assembly is ecclesia. Mm-hmm. So now we're having a a uh, civil meeting right. at some type of building. Yeah. It it's a government. Huh? It was called the church. It was called the church. This that was a common phrase used in, in modern day, first millennial uh, Greeks used that term for getting together in courtrooms. Getting together. It was, and it was a governmental getting yeah, together. Yeah. It was like a senate. Yes. And that's what this is. And, mm-hmm. and then he says it the second time, but if you inquire anything concerning other matters, it shall be determined in a lawful assembly, ecclesia. Mm-hmm. Now, this is guys talking about what mm-hmm. we're going to do with Paul and, and Barnabas and what we're going to do with these. Secular. It's a secular meeting in mm-hmm. a building somewhere. Correct. Like you do at the... Uh, Marshall, or, or even here, Longview, right. if you go to the courthouse, right. you have an assembly. Right. And this assembly was called an ecclesia. So now you're getting the like interpretation. It was like a city council meeting. It was like yes. a city council meeting. It was a city church. council meeting. Mm-hmm. And then the third time he said it, he says, uh, and when he had thus spoken, he dismissed the assembly, the church. It, mm-hmm. Nobody was going to church there. Mm-hmm. This was an assembly, an mm-hmm. ecclesia. Now here's mm-hmm. what Christ said Upon this rock, I'm going to build my ecclesia. I'm going to build my governmental structure. I'm going to build my Senate, my council, my authority Mm -hmm. structure, and the gates of hell will not prevail Mm -hmm. against it. The gates of hell will prevail against the uh, Aaronic order of priesthood. The gates of hell will not prevail against the male exetic order because these are kings. Over here, you have a priesthood, and Lucifer has no problem deceiving the priesthood. Give them ordaining Mm -hmm. all these fivefold gifts and other Mm -hmm. things that youth leader, associate pastor, assistant pastor, co-pastor, uh, all this stupid stuff mm-hmm. that's not even biblical. Mm-hmm. But if you come over here and you build a Senate, mm. now when you build the Senate, he said, I'm going to build my body. And it's going to have a governmental structure. It's going to have a council. It's going to have a Senate. It's going to function and operate from a structural place called the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Amplified, he called it the, the, uh, the messianic kingdom of God. Mm. This is a kingdom mm-hmm. that comes from a Messiah, not a kingdom that comes from Trump or Biden mm-hmm. or the world mm-hmm. or, you know, Putin in, in Russia or mm-hmm. all these stupid worldly mm-hmm. cosmos kingdoms. We're talking about a kingdom that's come, that has come, and in that kingdom, he has established his governmental structure. Now, here, you're right. We, we're not going to church. We are the church. We are that assembly. We are that that sent it from God. But then he says, you cannot forsake the assembling together. Different word. Now that means, does he have a governmental structure? Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing I found out. We ordained elders and we ordained deacons years, many, many years ago. <clears throat> Even though you have that senate and that structure, in fact, I, I just met with them uh, this morning at 915 to discuss a governmental issue about the 501C, mm-hmm. Kingdom uh, Enterprise, mm-hmm. uh, the land up in Caddo, mm-hmm. what happens to it when I die, Does it? where are we going to do it? So it's all governmental, but you don't meet with everybody. Mm-hmm. You meet with that governmental structure. Mm-hmm. So we do have that ordained elders. We have that governmental structure. We have a senate. We have a council. Uh, we have that ecclesia. But here's the problem. Because of the firstborn's nature, still loving religion, you can start going to church right there as well. Hmm. And you can continue to have church services Hmm. and ministry and have psalm and praise. It begins Hmm. like every other church service. 
And when we finally break away from that again, get out of the uh, Aaronic order of priesthood back in the Melchizedek priesthood, then we come back into a governmental structure and we have the power of God, the anointing of God, the presence of God flowing into that rather than priest bringing an anointing or mm -hmm. the psalmist bringing an anointing or prophet prophesying. Mm -hmm. you, you follow me? Yeah. That's that whole Aaronic order of priesthood that you can still get back into. And when we do, and we have at the Church of Marshall, I've been now there 36 years. When we do, I lose. I don't even want to go. After a while, I don't even want to show up. I can't do any more services. It's very distinct to you. Very distinct to me when we shift. Mm -hmm. I, and now I know the difference. Mm -hmm. Now here's the, th the next thing that might bring you some rest. There are a number of scriptures that people will not go to church are breaching. That's what we have to look at. How do we make that happen? Well, I don't want to go to church, but I'm not going to forsake the assembling. I want to be baptized into the body, and I'm, I must. Uh, and when you gather together. Now, that takes us to what I call over into the Marismos, John Samaro. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to go John Samaro right. and Old Testament bone to his bone. Now you're not talking about building a building. You're building relationships, right. yep. and these relationships have to flow together. Mm -hmm. These relationships have to be knitted together. There's, I think, five knitted together, compacted together, joined together, framed together, uh, and tempered together. There are five primary togethers that takes place when the bones come together. Hmm. And now it comes bone to his bone. Now, I've, I've known for... 36 years that you and I were joined together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now we're doing what we were joined together right. to do. Right. So we're assembling, we're coming together, we're beginning, and that's the reason I think I told Chris I, I want to have lunch with them or dinner with mm -hmm. them because I want to I want to see uh, where what where we take this, where we mm -hmm. go with this, what can we do with this mm -hmm. in the kingdom rather than you right. and I doing just ministering. Right. Is there something that God wants us to do with this other than what we're thinking? Which I'm sure there is, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. You follow me? I do. But when you get together, you'll find that now joints and marrow is every joint grows independent of the other one, and everyone is grows because of the marrow, mm -hmm. and the marrow is, is fed through the blood. So now we connect ourselves to Christ, the head, the blood, mm -hmm. and then he begins to re reproduce himself in marrow, and then he begins to bring the body together bone to his bone. But if you're just gathering, now every Sunday they gather. Mm -hmm. Sunday night they'll gather. Wednesday night they'll gather but they don't assemble. Right. And I remember That's years ago, an old Baptist boy, <clears throat> he had a restaurant there in Marshall, <clears throat> and me, Mike, and Jerry, uh, we took off for about two weeks, missed two Sundays, and went up into a beautiful place up at north of us in Texas and <clears throat> had a dome up there, and we call it Dome of Dome. Mm -hmm. But uh, I get back, and I go in his restaurant to get something to eat. He says, Brother Shanklin, I talked to you. I mean, he's first Baptist. I said, sure, you may. He said, you know, the Bible tells you that you're not to forsake the gathering together of the saints. And he said, uh, you've, you've been gone for two Sundays. <laughs> and I said, well, first of all, that's not what the Scripture says. It doesn't say gathering. No, I said, the Bible says that not to forsake the assembling. Mm -mm. And I said, uh, you're forsaking the assembling every Sunday. <laughs> you, you've been going every Sunday, and you haven't assembled yet. You're just gathering. You just go. You gather with yeah. the saints, and you go home. Mm. I said, do you or do you not? I said, well, I didn't hear. I didn't know the Scripture said that. Hmm. 
I've always thought it said don't for, forsake the gathering. And I said, no, what you've always heard as a Baptist, don't you forsake going to church. Mm-hmm. Don't you quit going to church now. I said, that's it. That's it right there. Yeah. And I said, I understand. That's a Babylonian system. That's what they proclaim and preach. Yeah. I said, because they want to keep the people coming. They want to keep the tithes coming. It really isn't about the people. It's right. about the tithes. Right. It's about right. the money. It's a machine. There's a machine. It's a machine. It. They're called religion. Yeah. And it's entered into church entity. And what we've done with the, with the, uh, a Babylonian system coming out of Babylon right over into the Roman Catholic Church, right, right. over into the Protestant. We've kept that system. Mm-hmm. And now we can't see the real church because we just see buildings. Yeah, the real church. The real church. Yeah, that's 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 what I feel like I've spent a long time searching for. Yes. And uh but I had a disdain for the old system. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be a part of that. But at the same time, I had that 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 voice, that same assembling. Assembly and baptized into the body. Being, Correct. Not being sprinkled, right. but being submerged. Right. That's the thing. That mm-hmm. it, do Are you a part of the body of Christ? Well, it doesn't have to be a building that mm-hmm. we gather in. Mm-hmm. There has to be a body of Christ mm-hmm. that you really are associated with right. and you're accountable with and you answer to mm-hmm. and it could be no more than four or five six people even mm-hmm. uh, you know that's uh, in the days of paul and them. that's what that's what it was i yeah. mean they were meeting from house to house and yes and um they didn't have to have a building that they went to on a sunday morning did not can you imagine did not have to no no they met from home to home as you said broke bread had fellowship so so a couple of things that um these are subjects that are brought up a lot and people searching on the internet, they're looking for answers constantly because I can see what are the most popular questions that people are asking in a certain subject matter. Yeah. And so uh, one of them that comes up is referring to, you know, are there still prophets, apostles, you know, uh, evangel- we, we, we know evangelists, they haven't discounted right. that. Uh, but are there st- are they still in existence? Right. And because for some reason they believe that they died off with the twelve, even though you know you can read Book of Acts and you can see more of them that were functionally fun- functioning at that time. And uh, prophets, why would you think that they would be no longer for today? That isn't that crazy? Well, uh, I think you would probably know why. And if he set in the church first apostles, secondary right. prophets, third oh, yeah. teachers. Uh, these pastors are not going to put up with that. They're not right. going to have somebody being first. And I found it interesting that, as I said in First Corinthians twelve twenty eight, a shepherd's not even meant. Pastor shepherd not even mentioned. Right. And uh, I don't know what order he comes in, but at the church, in, in, give you this first of all. If they pass away with the twelve, then what do you do with the apostle Paul? Right, he wasn't uh, one now, of the twelve. He wasn't one of the twelve. Mm-hmm. Neither was Barnabas. He right. wasn't one of the twelve, and mm-hmm. the list starts right. going on. Right. And I found out when I found that out, but here's my favorite verse for it all. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. Mm -hmm. There there is no way that this is going to pass away Mm -hmm. uh, because you're not going to have the foundation in your life properly with a pastor. You don't get a foundation. You get sermons. That's right. right. That that is something that's really... deserves to be addressed is that there are things that need to be uh, addressed in your life that the 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 shepherd is not fully equipped to do right you know there's 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 equippings that the 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 prophet has in their life for the body of Christ they have a their function 
they're a carpenter. They're 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 there to do a job. You're right. right. And they have the capability, they have the skill set to do that job. And but they're not an electrician. That's it. So they're not going to come in there and try to do electrical work when they're a carpenter. And so I think that that is a good way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it, well, no, we're we're kind of going into like the concerning demoticos, which is really good. And I, you know, uh, again, uh, it's it's probably my favorite subject matter because it goes into all these. In it, it, it really, um, I would say that it goes into a granular study of all these functions within the body of Christ and how they operate. So, uh, again, I, this is probably the fourth time that I've encouraged people to to look into that message concerning mm-hmm. Maticos, Uh because it's my favorite. But. It, it started really disturbing me as I saw, as I began to not want to be a part of churchanity, be a part of church. Then I'm thinking, you know, we have this revelation, this understanding of how things function properly in the body of Christ through the, the message of Concerning Maticos. But where can it be used? Because it's well, all here, Babylonian. Here's what Paul said, that when you come together, every man hath... Mm. Now, where do we have? We have to come together somewhere. Mm-hmm. And every man has one has the Psalms, one mm-hmm. has a hymn, has a spiritual psalm, one prophesies, word of knowledge, word mm-hmm. of wisdom, gifts of healing. You have to have a place. If you go back to the Old Testament, and he'll, he talked about, I will gather the nations and assemble them. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the method of the kingdom of God. He gathers the, he'll give you an example from uh, a bicycle in a box. Mm-hmm. It, you right. gather it, it's all gathered. You buy it from Walmart, but mm-hmm. you have to take it home and assemble it. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't assemble it, you, it's not going to be effective or usable. So you are, you are right about the fact that you don't want to go to church, but, but the Bible is very clear on gathering and assembling and joints right. and marrow, right. baptize into the body. And then mm-hmm. he uses two words. He said, when you come together, when, I mean, three words, mm-hmm. when you come together, when you gather, and when you assemble. Now, these are three different uh, terms for meetings that you're supposed to have. When I really assemble, I don't. I don't ever assemble uh, on a Sunday, Sunday night, or Wednesday night. I assembled to this morning at nine fifteen with mm-hmm. my joints and marrow. Right. The okay. brothers that I have, I'm knitted and mm-hmm. joined and compacted too. Uh, like I said, that like this wrist, for instance, right here, uh, it has five fingers. So you've got it's got a connect, but it it's, it but it isn't connected to the whole body. It's just connected to the arm right, right. and to this. So yeah. in joints and marrow, this is not about having five thousand people that you're responsible <laughs> for or whatever. But the, but the, it's just it's a it's a joint and marrow. It's mm-hmm. by joint, mm-hmm. joint, and and that could be three, four, five joints only. I think that uh, at the uh, of course, Snoop Dogg, he'd love this conversation. <laughs> he'd love these joints. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but the emphasis is this. I, I was uh, on the Par Bar Causeway. Crystal knows that I have probably no more than three or four in my Par Bar, mm-hmm. right in my heart that mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm responsible for and responsible to. You mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. We have both of those terms, mm-hmm. and that I, I'm accountable. So I, I met with... Um, uh, the elders, the governments, or I use this word now, Senate, mm-hmm. we can do it here. Mm-hmm. And we, I met with the council, the Senate, uh, at a restaurant uh, last week, oh, about a week and a half ago now. And I subjected to them, 
what I, what's happening, mm-hmm. what I'm doing with Kingdom Enterprise, what I'm doing with, uh, here's all the things that I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, up at Caddo, what I'm wanting to do up there, putting in RV hookups, bringing in uh, uh, some cabins, build some cabins. Mm-hmm. Then I want to, uh, what I'm doing with Kingdom Enterprise on the internet, et cetera, et cetera. And then what I'm doing with Joe Albert, we're doing the, this podcasting. I went and shared everything with and it was submissive. Does mm. anybody at this table have a problem? with anything that I'm doing. Do you have a check? Do you have a halt? Do you, are you concerned? Do you have a problem with what I'm doing at Caddo? Have a problem with what I'm doing with Joe? Have a problem with Joe? I did all that. That's mm-hmm. what you do. And we kicked it around, and uh, it took about 30 seconds. I, I said, anything. And Jeff, he's, he's usually the speaker there, and he's, honest, we don't have a thing. We actually believe what you're doing is of God, and we're behind it. We're, we're supporting 100%. Well, what if there was a halt, then what you do, which there has been with other things in the past, and you meet with that Senate, and they're discussing the government structure of the kingdom of God. And here's how you define the will of God on this. Is what I'm doing with Joe going to promote the kingdom of God? If it's going to promote our ministry, right. and we're going to start having seminars, and we're going to advertise our seminars. Now, that doesn't mean we won't do it, but will that promote Jesus Christ? Does that promote the kingdom? That's how you determine, are we, are, are we going to uh, promote ourselves? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Are we just trying to sell books? Are we trying to get mm-hmm. money for the tapes? Or What's the motive behind and all this? And that's really something that uh, doesn't take... A strong anointing to, to, to deduce. No, it does I mean, not. just common sense. It does not. Just hear it in the conversation. Yes, yes. You know? Absolutely. It's easy to pick yes. that off. That's right. That firstborn going to let him let you know pretty mm-hmm. soon what he's in this for. Right. Guarantee you, mm-hmm. it's one of the three temptations of Lucifer with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. The glory, the fame, the recognition, and the money. I, You know... Uh, I thought about it a lot, you know, you know, spending time quiet thinking about it. Okay, what is the motivation? And I, I keep finding, you know, that that, you know, uh, not seeing the kingdom of God being established and uh, being spoken of uh, openly and readily heard about the kingdom of God is is uh, something that my heart's all about because. I like I, I've said many times. I have my ear to the ground, hearing what's going on. What are the voices? What are people saying? How, how is the body of Christ thinking right now? And it's uh, most of the time I'm disappointed. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And so, so when we began to just, there was like a like a just a whisper. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know that is you know get the word out, you yeah. know, you know. Get it out there and, and, and let it fall and let it get into every corridor and let it be available for people to come across. And then let and then at that point, we've done our work. We've just yeah. put it out there. Sow the seed. Yeah. Got to yeah. sow it. Yeah. But here's the thing that if you go Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the whole, it was called the gospel of the kingdom, mm. not the mm-hmm. gospel of a church, and mm-hmm. it wasn't called the gospel of salvation. Right. It was called the gospel of the kingdom must be preached. Right. We have to preach the king and his domain and his dominion and his, him as king mm-hmm. if we're going to get anywhere with this. We go back to the word religion for a moment, which I, I'm telling you, to me, the religion, when people, even Christians say, I'm very religious, mm-hmm. and they have no idea what they're saying. I am totally non-religious. 
and don't belong to any right. denomination, don't go to any church entity mm-hmm. type of thing. I'm I'm a part of a kingdom of God in Marshall that's established on elders and deacons. And that's the best I can do with the revelation I have now. At least we don't ordain all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have going on now. And can we br- continue to bring the kingdom of God and the king and his domain and dominion into people's lives? So it's a, it's a constant confrontational type of services, meetings. Yeah. It's always driving out enemies. Uh, you know, here's two things that Jesus told us that it, he said, in my name, you'll cast them out. And in, and in my name, you'll drive them out. You have to be doing both of those with you because here, with yourselves and with Christ's invasion of his kingdom, because if you don't, you will never change your character. You'll never change your constitution. You'll never change your nature. You'll never change your temperament. You'll never change your disposition, which is the invasion of the divine nature invading the human nature and altering its behavior. Mm. Now, when I say that is because I've been around men that's of the priesthood, Aaron's priesthood. Their anointing and their gifts and their their, uh, calling is far beyond their character. Mm. And they they, eventually kills them. Mm and destroys their lives. And I, I've seen this, I've seen it hundreds of times now, because what happens is they you called, you're anointed, you have gifts of healing, you have prophecy, people want it, they mm-hmm. want it. Mm-hmm. They don't care who you're sleeping with, they mm-hmm. don't know a thing about your misappropriation of funds, mm-hmm. they don't know anything about your stupid life because it's still carnal. Yeah, that's going through a couple of big organizations right now. One is Hillsong. I don't know. If yes, you're I'm familiar with it. Yeah, they're a big um, ministry out of out of Australia. Yeah, and they have a, a large amount of music that they put out into the yeah. church, you know, the universal yeah. or the Babylonian system. And a lot of things have happened with them to where it's crumbling, and. Still, there's there's debates online whether uh, ministries, music ministers, should continue to use the music, but because it was given by God, so why why wouldn't you kick me? So that's kind of conversation, and and I've I've actually listened to this music, and and then listened to the music, and then listened to the lyrics, and I'm thinking, oh no no no, you know you have to listen to what you're saying because you're opening yourself up to some things that are not biblical. Yes, so that's, the, that's the deal. Yeah, that's the power of a song. Right. It neutralizes you, and it does. It sets you into a mesmerized, because you get into the rhythm, and, uh, yes, yeah. and it will get into you one day, you mm-hmm. don't even know it. Right. You know, I think that you we've learned that from uh, years ago, subliminal music and, yeah. these, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dillard's and Sears, when they used to do all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, to get you into mood to buy. Yes, yes, they're mood songs, that's there's, all they are. Uh, you know, that, that elevator music to calm you. Yeah. Or, there's even there's even music when you get put on hold. Uh, yes. Some corporations put music yes. on there that will lower your temper. Yeah. And they'll leave you on there for a while, yeah. calm you down. Until you lower your temper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So music has a power to it. It does, it does. And, but here's what religion, again, for a moment, religion does not touch your character. There are people who go to church for 70 years still, mm. excuse me, still angry, mad, mm-hmm. cussing, marital strife, conflicts. Why drinking. does it not touch your character? Because it's not kingdom. There's no king there. There's a priest. And priest does not change character. 
kings changes lands, domains, mm-hmm. and dominions. In other words, who's ruling that man? Mm-hmm. A priest is not going to remove a ruler. A king's going to remove a ruler. A priest can only anoint you and give you a sermon, make you feel good, and make you feel sorry, and you will repent and come back Sunday again and continue on. Let me tell you something that's very interesting about I put I got put off by religion years ago. Here is the number one lie of religion. <clears throat> It's a major factor of Christianity today in church entity. And that is you come into a church mm-hmm. and they'll call you to the altar mm-hmm. and they'll tell you, confess your sins mm-hmm. and, and receive Jesus Christ. It's heresy. I know. 2,000 years yeah. ago, he forgave all the world's sins. Done. Done. He healed all sick and disease. He delivered everybody from the demonic powers. Mm -hmm. And now he says, when you believe it, you'll Mm -hmm. enter into it. Yeah. See, it hasn't been entered. To as many as 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 believed in him. Yeah, to To them them. give you the power to become the sons of God. Mm -hmm. Romans, confess Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Didn't say confess Mm -hmm. your sins. Right. So the Catholic says you confess your sins. Right. The Protestants say confess your sins. And Jesus says, I forgave your sins. Right. I bore them. I forgave you. Right. So right now, here's the here's the the technical legal reality of Calvary. The whole world is forgiven. The whole world is saved. The whole world has been delivered and set free. They just don't know it. Right. So it goes right back to here's a prison system. Mm-hmm. And the president pardons six of them. Mm. And nobody knows it. Mm. So he goes down and so the the president will send down, send to the warden. I want, uh, uh, I want doors 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, and 38. I want them opened. Mm-hmm. Don't say just open them, mm-hmm. open them. Mm-hmm. Rest of them, leave them closed. So those six doors are open, and uh, nobody steps out. The warden, they call the warden, sir. What is this? Uh, you've been pardoned. Now two walks out. And four goes back and sits down because they go to church. They're in religion. Mm. They mm. don't know they've been pardoned. Wow. They're waiting to for them. They're waiting to get pardoned. Mm-hmm. So 2,000 years ago, I was saved. I was forgiven. I was healed. I was delivered. I was a new creature, but I didn't know. Now, here's what the scripture says, that before the foundation of the world, mm-hmm. Christ was already crucified. Right. I was crucified with him before the mm-hmm. foundation, mm-hmm. before he created mm-hmm. the, the earth, mm-hmm. the worlds. Now, either that's true or not. So what the teaching of the Word of God is, is you faith is about what's happened. Hope is about what's going to happen. Right, right. But faith says to you and I that, so you forgave me of my sins 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Himself took my infirmities, carried my sickness, by his stripes you're healed. Mm-hmm. Did you bore my sins? Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our souls, yet we did esteem him. Yes, Isaiah. You can go through all that, but you're saying religion says you have to do it. All religion says there's something you have to do. Yeah. The kingdom says it's already it's been done. done. It's done. Now, it's not what you do. It's what you believe has been done. So religion is based upon you doing something to get God to accept you, and the kingdom is based upon you believing what somebody's already done for mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. be received. Mm-hmm. So our faith goes back to Calvary, and I said, yeah. you bore my sins. You took them, didn't you? Himself took them. You took them, so I don't have to take them. You bore them, so I don't have to bear them. You carried them. I don't have to carry them. 
and I walk away by faith free. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to confess my sins. Right. I have to confess Jesus Christ. When yes. I confess Jesus Christ, I'm already forgiven. Correct. And I didn't confess no sins. Mm-hmm. I didn't confess. I didn't start writing down right. you know, all my sins. I just said, Jesus, I believe in you. I accept you. Mm-hmm. I was born again. Mm-hmm. And now, for John says, but if we sin, after you're right, born again. Right. If you sin, then you have someone you can confess right. to. It's not the Pope. It's not the pastor. It's not the priest. It's Christ. Right. Melchizedek, Christ himself, the Melchizedek priesthood. So this is what religion That's a done different to gospel. It is a, it's the gospel of the kingdom. Yes. This is an entirely different gospel. Mm-hmm. And I preach a different Jesus mm-hmm. uh, than the, the uh, gospel of the church or the gospel of salvation. Mm-hmm. I preach the gospel of the king, his king. Mm-hmm. And that's the true gospel. The good news is a king has come. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> um, how, what's the process of moving these priests into, uh, uh, transforming them from priests into being in, uh, kings? What is the, what is the process? Is there is there a process? There is. There's, there's a there's a scripture that says how will okay. they know? Mm, how okay. will they know that, unless it. this told? Okay. This is what we're doing. Okay. I will tell you this right now. I I, I hope this is not uh, some arrogant exaggeration of mine, but I believe eighty ninety percent of the church mm-hmm. in America has never heard the kingdom of God preached. Mm-hmm. I believe that, mm-hmm. and so I believe this is a right time mm-hmm. because I'm telling you what's happened. It's happened to you. It's happened mm-hmm. to me. We are tired of the gospel of salvation, and we're tired of the gospel of the church. We're tired of the gospel of the denominations. It doesn't work. We have hundreds of thousands of churches in America, and we're in dark as it mm-hmm. gets, wickedness right. everywhere. Right. And they're Some, being invaded. And they're being invaded the with church, all kinds of perversion. Oh, gosh. Darkness and gross darkness yeah, is coming in. I mean, Ordaining you, all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Right. Oh, it's unbelievable. So because it's compromising. Oh, it's compromise. And uh, once it happens to that, then we have a problem. Yeah. So somewhere we're going to have to start preaching this gospel of the kingdom. And here's what Jesus said. This gospel of the kingdom is going to be preached as a witness throughout all the nations before he comes. Well, we got a little work to do. Yeah. Now, here's what it's, it's going to be preached as a witness. Now, not now when we go into, see, again, here's religion. When you use, religion says about being a witness or a testimony. Now, mm-hmm. follow that thinking mm-hmm. for a moment. He used the term that we, we are, that we have an adversary. Mm-hmm. Satan is an adversary walking about seeking whom may devour. And in Christ, we have an advocate. Mm-hmm. Now, these are lawyer terms. Yeah. These are legal Court, terms. Courtroom type. Courtroom. This has nothing to do with churches, mm-hmm. again, and church mm-hmm. entity. So this, is, this is a courtroom. Uh, the accuser mm-hmm. of the brethren is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. His name is Lucifer. Correct. And yeah. then we have an advocate that counters this accusation right. in court. So when you're accused by somebody, that's why Jesus said, you shut your mouth, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Because if you stand up in court and <laughs> represent yourself. Just like a lawyer would say. He'd say the same thing. You stand up and represent yourself then jesus said well you don't need me right uh you don't need a lawyer you're going to represent yourself yeah. Shankle? i'm going to represent myself y'all don't understand me and i'm telling you that's not what i said and here you go well this is about again religion what it does to us it doesn't give us the right now these three terms let me show you again these three terms. a reconciler mm-hmm. is judicial right a mediation 
mm-hmm. is judicial. A uh, uses the term a reconciler, a mediator, and an advocate. All three of those are judicial terms that represents Jesus Christ as our judge. Judge. We have a judge, right? And we don't have it in the church. We don't have it in religion, but we have it in the kingdom. We it's have a judge. It's in the church. Everybody says, you can't judge me. Yes, and everybody's judging everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, but Jesus Christ is not the judge. <laughs> right. you, I, I'm saying to you, yeah. you can't judge me, but I can judge you. That's, what, <laughs> that's what's in the church right. world. Right. And these judgments, by the way, are accusations, indictments. Uh, these are, these are, you, uh, you are in, indicting, accusing people, and you're thinking, and Jesus said, don't do that. Now, right. when Jesus said, don't judge, because God is the judge. Right. He puts down one, sets up another. So we've got to understand now, in the kingdom of God, we have a judge. And God said in the Old Testament, I will restore the judges as mm-hmm. in the, the in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now, where's he going to do that? You can't get in the church entity. No. Where would the church no. judges be restored? They'll be restored in the kingdom of God which has come now. Mm-hmm. So it's possible I'm a judge. Mm-hmm. It's possible mm-hmm. I'm an ordained elder. It's mm-hmm. possible I'm involved in the Melchizedek priesthood. Mm-hmm. It's possible I've entered into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, you, mm-hmm. it's possible. Right. So I look at it and say, okay, now let me represent you. So here's what Jesus, here's what religion's done. Wednesday night, anybody got a testimony? Mm. They'll have Mm. a witness, Mm. and that's a religious statement. A testimony is in court. A witness is in court. And a witness has to see it to be able to witness to it, to have have righteous judgment. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's called the Malik Zedek. So they're using terminology that's out of place. Totally out of place. Mm -hmm. When you use the word Malik Zedek, Mm -hmm. Melchizedek, Mm -hmm. the word Zedek is right and righteousness. In the Zedek comes the judges. Mm -hmm. In the Zedek comes right judgment, righteous judgment. But it comes judgment. Here comes your the the advocate comes and deals with the adversary. The advocate comes and brings reconciliation. He brings mediation. He brings counsel. Mm. He brings all of that. This is what Christ brings to us when we're under indictment or accusation mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. anybody else. You just shut your mouth and let the let Christ the lawyer mm-hmm. do his job, and then he'll ask you two things. He says the Holy Spirit when he comes, he will testify of me. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a testimony. What do we usually do? Well, I have a testimony. You know, yesterday I wasn't feeling good, and today I feel so much better. Testifying of yourself. What's that got to do with Jesus Christ? Mm. I mean, you could say it this way. I want to thank the Lord Jesus. There you go. Yeah. That's testifying of him. That's testifying of him. But we we have these testimony services, and we'll say, can I get a witness? Mm -hmm. And somebody wants to get up and talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I got to tell you a funny one. This is a true one. Years ago, back into uh, an old Assembly of God church up in Arkansas, this young girl gets up and she wants to testify. And I, I've been in some of these Pentecostal testimony services, got nothing to do with Jesus Christ. These folks just want to talk and they want to talk about themselves. That's what that firstborn does. He just wants right. to talk about himself. <laughs> and she gets up and she says, I want you to know. I was with my boyfriend the other night, and we were laying in bed together, and, <laughs> and I just knew I wasn't supposed to do that. And I got out of bed, and she's, I heard the Lord say, get in bed with him. It's okay. I, have, I just wanted to testify. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, I never. And I've heard stuff like that for years, Joe. I've heard it. I've heard hundreds and hundreds of this because it's not in a judicial system. Mm. Now, if you go to, let me take the uh, three times it says in Hebrews chapter thirteen the word rule about uh, uh, salute those that have the rule over mm-hmm. you, honor them, and obey them that have the the mm-hmm. word rule. Uh, Hageami. Mm-hmm. Hageami is a judicial term. It's the only time it's used is also in, in Matthew 2 when he says of Jesus Christ, he's a governor, Hagemai. And he, coming out of Bethlehem, Judea, is going to come a governor, mm-hmm. Hagemai. And that's the word rule. Same term. So you could throw it over this. Out of Bethlehem is going to come the ruler. Mm-hmm. But he's a judicial ruler. Mm. So now the word rule has five different Greek words for the word rule. And one of those is Hagemai, and that's a judicial rule. Where do we find judicial rule? And then we have the rule called proestomy. Mm-hmm. Where do we have those that stand between the enmity uh, of somebody else and are successful? So you have all these terms for ruling. Ironically, the word boyman is the word rule, mm-hmm. but it's rule with a rod mm-hmm. of iron. Mm-hmm. So we use the word boyman for shepherd, mm-hmm. but the scripture says he will rule the nation with a rod of iron, and that word is poiment. The shepherd will rule. Hmm. I'm thinking, what shepherds do I know that rule? Because they don't know judicial rule. They don't know the kingdom of God. This is all about the filter system. Yes, it is. The way you read the scripture, the way you understand what's being spoken of in the scripture, is the distinction between the gospel of the kingdom and the gospel of salvation. Yes. Now look, I'm for salvation. Right, And I believe he came to save us, but he came to save us as a king, not as a shepherd. Mm. See, he didn't come Mm. as a savior to save Mm -hmm. us. He came as a king to Mm -hmm. save us. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to see the difference in. And the religion doesn't give you that. It cloaks that into some type of savior mentality. Let me give you some examples. Religion loves. Now, follow these two trains of thought. I'm going to go with the gospel uh, of the church, mm-hmm. and then the gospel of the kingdom. I'm going to okay. verse these okay. verses. In it, uh, Same words, church, church. Now, you'd have to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This one is going to church. This is a senate council of government structure. This one is a pastoral rule. This is elder rule. Mm-hmm. This is Aaron's order of priesthood, and this is Melchizedek. So this is how you. This is the filter system. I've I've had both filters, <clears throat> but now I see the kingdom, but I've also entered it. That's why I can talk this. I'm involved in it now. Now you go back to the word heirs. Natural man, the firstborn heir means I'm gonna get an inheritance. Mm-hmm. What does that usually mean? Money, riches, wealth. Property, homes, yeah. property, but you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. What are you going to get? So you have to. You now you're looking at this heir, heirship, uh, inheritance. You look at all of that, all these terms, and you take the natural man or the carnal mind, and you read that. You'll transfer that right mm-hmm. into carnal mentality, mm-hmm. and then you look at the script. Who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places? I watched the Word of Faith in 1970 turn that into money. Mm-hmm. I saw them do it. Hmm. And it's spiritual blessings mm-hmm. in heavenly, mm-hmm. heavenly places. Mm-hmm. But they don't get that. Mm-hmm. So if you were following me for just a brief moment, Abraham had two sons. Mm-hmm. It started in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now it breaks down to two sons. One son, Ishmael, gets all the financial blessing and material blessing. 
Now, here is something that is really going to shock, even if the word of faith would listen to this one scripture. When he says that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, he says in, in Galatians chapter 3, and, and this is vital to read it. Let me read it to you. It's very vital just to read this because on this Galatians chapter 3, he talks about it in verse 16, uh, 13. We'll go back to that one for a moment. And it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now he goes on and says something very profound. What is the blessing of Abraham? Well, the firstborn took all the blessing of Abraham, proclaimed it from the uh, from uh, Ishmael's promises. Mm-hmm. But from the promise of Ishmael to the promise of, of Isaac, what was the promise of the blessing? What was the blessing of promise? So now listen to this. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to seeds as of many, but one. Hmm. And to thy seed, which is Christ. Mm. So what is the blessing of Abraham? Christ. Christ, the person. Mm -hmm. Now we've taken this all into wealth, riches, houses, homes, land, cars, airplanes. Wow. And our inheritance and the blessing of Abraham from Isaac was the man. Wow. I am blessed with with Abraham's blessing. Mm. What was he blessed with? The promise of coming a seed. Mm. Not many people going to get it. Mm-hmm. Just one. Right. Now here's an interesting term <laughs> that is profound on this. <clears throat> this one seed. Now the word seed is is in the Greek sperma. Mm-hmm. And in that word sperma, it means an offspring reproduced by somebody else. So Abraham didn't reproduce this. God reproduced Christ, the Messiah, Mm -hmm. the Savior, the Deliverer, Mm -hmm. the King. So now we have one spermazoi, Mm -hmm. one tiny little spermazoi that created Christ. He's the only begotten. So after that, we have many sons, but not from that one gene, but from Christ. Now we have many but what is our still promise? What is our still blessing? Christ, mm-hmm. the man, is my blessing. He's the one. My inheritance, my blessing of Abraham is I got Christ. Mm. I'm in faith with Abraham. I received the blessing. I received the promise. Two things that happened with um, Esau and Jacob. He said he usurped his blessing mm. and he usurped the promise. Mm. And got both of them. Well, what was the blessing and what was the promise? Carried all the way through the Old Testament, it came to one seed, one spermazoid mm-hmm. is going to get it, and his name is Christ. So today I'm able to say, I'm blessed with Abraham. It wouldn't matter if I had a dollar or not. It wouldn't matter if I had a car or not. It wouldn't matter if I had an airplane or not. I'm blessed with Abraham because I have that seed mm. in me. I have that sperma of God placed in me called Christ who's reproducing in me the DNA of reproduction after its own kind. So Christ is in there reproducing in me everything after the image and likeness of his own kind. I'm being trent. I've been, uh, I've been redeemed. I've been delivered. And I was predetermined by God to be conformed to the image of Christ mm-hmm. by that seed. Mm-hmm. If I keep that seed in me, it keeps reproducing Christ in mm-hmm. me more and more. What is my inheritance? Wisdom, knowledge, revelation, gifts, anointing, power, authority. All of that is in Christ. Now that's what I have received. That's in the DNA of Christ. So I don't need the cars, houses, homes, and lands. I need Christ. If we could just do this. That's right. And you know, um, 
Paul talked about, he, he would refer to the hidden mystery yeah. that was hidden. Uh, there's another translation is called the sacred secret. It was a secret that was contained and concealed, but I believe it's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was this treasure yes. in earthen vessels. Yeah. There are 13 time, thirteen different mysteries in the New Testament. Mm. Every one of them starts off with, really, there's only 12, mm -hmm. which is, I find ironic with the number 12 mm -hmm. anyway with God. But it's called the mystery of Christ. Mm. Now, you take mm -hmm. that mystery, and there's 12 primary mysteries that's involved in that. One of those is Christ in you, the hope mm -hmm. of glory. Mm -hmm. Another one is, is that we have this treasure mm -hmm. in earthen vessels. So these are all mysteries that the people, the world doesn't see. Yeah. See, I'm sitting here right now with the mystery of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. uh, I and see not, it, I've entered it, and nobody would know it. Nobody, nobody's I, hearing this. No. Nobody's seeing it. And um, it's it's almost been, it's it seems like it's been concealed, and I don't think God's behind that. No, it's a time for the unveiling. Yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you why I believe this is the time for the unveiling. <clears throat> America has had enough, enough churchianity. Yeah. They're oh, ready yeah. for the kingdom of God. I'm yeah. telling you, it's ripe, Joe. Mm -hmm. We're right on time. We're just right there in season right now. It's ripe. I have believed this for 40, 45 years, mm -hmm. but I've never been able to get it out. Never had a platform mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. because I think it's time. Yeah. And I think the people are going to just, I do, I oh, do dude, too. they're going to drink of yeah. this cup, man. Yeah. I've spent the last, um, I would say, eight years. Uh, searching what's being looked at and uh, uh, online and the, the, the appetite that has been there, what's unpalatable, what's palatable by these people who are looking for. You, can, you, can, you know where the majority of people are going, and right now it seems like the whole wave is going towards um, uh, more of a... Um, trying to correct yeah. what's all the nonsense going on in the body of Christ. Yeah. It's everybody, they don't know, they're not sure how to do it. So there's, like I mentioned before, there's a lot of apologetics out there. But every time there's something that they detect that's not right, I mean, it's pounced on. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So there is a desire to find the correct, the correct pattern. Yeah. To, now, to see, pursue. a lot of this we're talking about, a religious man going to church, it's going to really struggle with him. Right. But here's the beauty of it. He can't disprove it. If he right. starts reading the scriptures, he'll yeah. see it. He'll start seeing, yeah. where have I been? Right. This has been here the whole time. Yeah. But it's that two paths, right. that path of the religion or the path of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And these two gospels, now this 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 is going to sound heretical, her, like a heretic, but these two gospels have entirely two different Jesuses preached. Mm. And there's only I one, and it is, there are two entirely different ways you preach Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You preach him as a religion, you preach him as a pastor, you preach him as a church, you preach him as going to church, mm -hmm. or you preach him as a king. And boy, this you this is the two filter systems that will just, one will destroy you, the other will set you free. The reason is these two sons that Abraham had, one brings bondage yeah. and one brings you liberty and freedom. Wow. And that's the that's the such two a, choices. Such an easy choice to make, you know? It is. If you, want, if you choose the firstborn, mm -hmm. he's going with religion. Mm -hmm. If you choose after you've been born again, secondborn, then you're going to choose the kingdom of God and you're going to find your liberty and freedom and the joy of the Lord in your mm -hmm. life. But mm -hmm. you're not going to find it in church. I'm telling mm -hmm. you not. Not mm -hmm. in church entity. Now, I believe in the true church. 
mm-hmm. but I don't believe in going to church and mm-hmm. having all these tabernacles of Moses mm-hmm. with Aaron appointed as the priest. So my next, um, my next, uh, uh, probably the next thing that I'm going to have to deal with is the assembly. You know how I'm going right. to reckon that. Um, some of the other things that are statements that are uh, looked at, like um, tongues. Is it of today? And that, yeah. that and that crazy. Yeah, that's I crazy. mean, there's full <clears throat> chapters in the scripture that that refer to it, and the 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 uh, recommendation by Paul, and it's still people bring that up. They think that it's not of something. Man, when I was in when I where I came from in uh, Bible Belt, Arkansas, that was tongues was of the devil. That was that was used all the time. Yeah, uh, no tongues is of the devil. And here's what I finally said to a, a Baptist deacon who wanted to bring that point up. I said, uh, before you got born again, did you ever run the nightclubs, the bars, and all this? Yeah, I said, you ever hear him speaking in tongues? <laughs> If it's of the devil, it's going to be there, and it was never done. So uh, he he couldn't he had to say, no, I've never heard of it. Right? How could it be of the devil? <laughs> so the, and the other thing is, here's my favorite verse that that counters it. So that have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Mm-hmm. Now that's a distinctive statement right. that you don't receive Him when you just believe. You receive Jesus Christ, the Spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. Now have you received the Holy Ghost? And you go back to the, when Paul was speaking to, uh, let's see, in the book of Acts, he was preaching this. No, I think it was Peter. Peter, while he was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Yeah. And so you're, you're talking about something that should just, if you just read your Bible. Right. I'm, i got to tell you a right. good one, though. I don't know if I even shared this or not. This was crazy. Years ago in the 1970s in California, the Holy Ghost was invading. The kingdom of God was invading Catholic Catholics. They were getting born again in spirit fields, speaking in tongues by the thousands and hundreds of thousands. Beautiful thing about it, I was right in the middle of it. So we get, I don't, if I've shared this, please let no, me you know. But uh, I'm in a fellowship where now in Mexico, they've asked uh, that our fellowship and the leaders to come down to Mexico and preach, uh, preach this, uh, we want to know about the Holy Ghost. Well, my uh, spiritual authority, that uh, he was an apostle back in this, way back before apostles were <laughs> even heard of. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was fathering and training me and a half dozen other guys. And uh, he said, I want you to go. I said, I would love to go. So we fly down to Mexico and... Uh, we get this Catholic church. Have I shared this at no. all? Okay, no. this, this is fire. I've actually never heard this story. Oh, this is profound. Mm-hmm. We go into this Catholic church that just has thousands of people, massive... Uh, cathedral. Cathedral, that's mm-hmm. the word, thank you. And they had these saints. Statues, that was full pro- size. Statues, probably, no. Well, we're talking about 20, 25 okay. feet tall, <laughs> concrete. Just mm-hmm. six on this side and six down on this side. And Joe, not a word of a lie. The toes were missing and ankles kissed and all off. that because being kissed off mm-hmm. and filthy, nasty right. DNA oils. Right, right. And, and the, all these people kissing these saints going before mm-hmm. they come in. And so they usher us in, and uh, I'm staying in a, in a home there, and the first thing I did is I could do what Christ said. And we go into a home with the Son of Peace, be there, heal the sick, and et cetera. I said, got any sick in the house? They said, yes, we do. We have someone right now. I said, bring them out. And didn't pray it, just said it. And I said, uh, they brought her out. She was one of the ladies there. And 
she had a real high fever and really sick, been sick for days. I said, in Jesus' name, you're free. Christ set you free. You can go now. Boom, an instant. It was yeah. an instant miracle. <laughs> well, that started a riot, a holy riot. <laughs> and so I'm in, now we're in the church and this huge cathedral, Catholic, and I've never been in a Catholic mm-hmm. church. It's all this religious mm-hmm. ritual, which is so retarded to me. I thought, my goodness, read your Bible and get mm-hmm. rid of Ishmael. But anyway, uh, uh, this, this, uh, uh, the apostle, Herb, says, uh, turns to me and said, <clears throat> what we're going to do, we're going to call an individual up here that everybody in this community knows they're sick mm-hmm. or diseased. <clears throat> And I want you to come up, and I want you to minister to them, get them healed, and we're going to take this place for Christ. <laughs> I said, you want me to do this? Yes. I said, yes, sir. Be glad to do it. <clears throat> well, he, he brings this announcement from the pulpit, and they brought a woman up who has a growth on her neck about the size of a, of a, a grapefruit. It's cancerous mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the community knows her. <clears throat> so... Uh, Apostle Herb, he tells these people what, what to do. The, the mm-hmm. priest, what we're going to be doing. The priest brings her up. Priest stand there. He turns and says, "Brother Randy, come out here and minister to her." And I told all the people what I've learned about my own. Here, I said, "Everybody, keep your eye, keep your eye on this growth." <laughs> and all I said was, "In the name of Jesus, leave this woman's body." She just fall out bawling, just crying. The place went crazy. <laughs> And I first time in my life understood what happened with Christ when they thronged on him. Mm. They had a, uh, we're on a platform, and they had about a three-foot uh, wood, pretty little wooden fence all the way around it with a pulpit right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And you come up from the side, they knocked it down. <clears throat> the priest grabbing me, ushered through me in the back <laughs> because it was dangerous, very dangerous. Next thing I know, I had two people grabbing my arms, rushing me out the back, threw me in the back seat of a car, and took <laughs> off. This is, this really happened. <laughs> and I can't speak a bit of, of Spanish. Spanish at all. <laughs> and now I've got two people, one on each side of me, and then I've got they've got uh, three people up front, and they've got uh, three people in the back, and I'm one of them in the middle. <laughs> And I'm thinking, what in the world? I got kidnapped. I'm ki- I, really, I thought, I'm kidnapped. Nobody knows where I'm at. They'll never find me. I'm in Mexico. And I did. I had all those thoughts. What happened? Just, but what, and I said, does anybody in here speak English? This little young girl, she says, I'm your, uh, I'm your, uh, I speak English, and I'm your translator. I looked at her and said, am I being kidnapped? <laughs> no, no. What am I doing? We're going to take you to all the sick oh, in, wow. in the city. I said, that's what you're doing. He said, we're taking you to all the sick. I said, let's do this. <laughs> Joe, I want you to know it was phenomenal. Wow. A home after home after home, sick, diseased, uh, incurable, and Jesus wow. Christ being glorified just that's... over and over and majestic. Well, what happened was that whole Catholic community got baptized in the Holy Ghost. We had a revival of wow. Catholicism watching Catholics get born again and spirit-filled speaking in tongues. Wow. 
wow. and bringing out prophets and prophecies and mm-hmm. and oh man, it just birthed the move of God. <laughs> so that's when I answer this about this foolishness of people who go to church mm-hmm. and they don't want to read their Bible mm-hmm. and they don't want to believe what the Bible says because tongues. See, I love what Derek Prince said years ago, and I must have been about 22. So I was two, three years old, I was a baby in Christ. He said, you know, there's going to come a day you're going to have to either choose deliverance or dignity. <laughs> and, uh, and that's the truth. See, right. most of this religion thinks tongues, because Pentecostals have put such a bad image and right. name on it, they think it's some type of moron behavior. Yeah. You know, the Holy Ghost made me do it. Right. They don't make anybody do anything. They, they define uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit as... Tongues. Tongues. And, and screaming, jumping, yeah. hollering, rolling. But you know. being filled by the Spirit it has a whole lot more uh, significance to it. You're filled with the yeah. Holy Spirit, not yes. an unholy spirit. Yes. So I was at this, uh, I was invited at this fellowship up in California, and I knew not to go. Uh, I knew it was uh, an old Pentecostal line of thinking. So I go, and I'm at this meeting. And somebody in the choir starts off with uh, a chicken jerk. And, yeah, screaming, hollering, and hitting people, knocking them down. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost comes on them. Right. And uh, they, so this, this is right. the sadness because, see, yeah. this is what religion doesn't want. Even religious, dignified religious people don't want this. Right. And I understand that. Yeah. So it's, it's got a bad name in, from the Pentecostal movement, handling snakes and all that mm-hmm. stuff in mm-hmm. the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think it's somebody better get control of this service. It's about to go wild. Mm-hmm. And the pastor gets up, and I said, thank you, Jesus. And then he grabs a tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will, you know, I, I joins got, it. Yeah, oh, oh, it, when he grabbed the tambourine, <laughs> yes, sir, it, 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 uh, it's like, Jesus, looser, let her go. <laughs> And I, I got real low, and I snuck out <laughs> down the aisle, out the door, got in the car, and I took off, and they're having a blowout. <laughs> now, I realize that this is what people are afraid right. of. Now, as you and I both know from pneumaticos, mm-hmm. uh, when, in, in the way the Holy Ghost manifests, he tells us nine different ways he manifests, and not a one of them is a chicken jerk. Right. So It's, it's decently and in order. Decently and in order. <laughs> But yeah, the baptism into the Holy Spirit is an entirely different yeah. uh, situation than being born again. Right. You can't receive the Holy Ghost until you're born again. Right. And these seven sons of Sceva proved that right. in the book of Acts. They're trying to use the name of Jesus. They'd seen this stuff happening. Yeah, they saw Paul doing it. They wanted to get in on the action. Mm-hmm. Made quite a bad mistake. The old boy boy made a mistake. But the issue is, yes, uh, here's what Jesus even told his disciples. You tarry in the sea of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. The the sons of Sceva. So they saw what the apostles were doing. Yeah, with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and so for some reason they... They decide they're going to try to replicate it. Oh, they're going to make money off this. This is a good deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so um, they go up against a, uh, an evil spirit, a demon or whatever. Yeah. Bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> so it doesn't turn out that great, but these are, it's seven. There's seven of them. Yeah. Seven sons doing this. And um, they get beat up. One demon ripped their clothes off, beat them up, and sent them out <laughs> screaming, hollering naked, running down the streets. One demon. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. I broke them from sucking eggs. <laughs> so you can't fake this. No, you cannot fake this. You can't use the name of Jesus right. just because it's a name to right. be used. Right. This is no. Uh, here, here's where I would. Uh, also challenged religion. Mm -hmm. When Jesus said, go in my name, he mm. did not say, go use my name. He said, go in my name. I've come tonight in his name. Mm -hmm. I, I have many, many times seen demons come out. I've seen people healed and, and delivered and never use the name of Jesus because I've come in his name. Mm. I'm representing mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. I would say to the blind, which I have, your eyes be open now. Ears be open now. Everybody in here right now with got any pain, stand up. It's gone now. I've done that. And I've seen hundreds and thousands on corporate healing of, of pain leave their bodies just like that. Never mention the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, people have confronted me on this. No, he didn't say go and, and, and use his name. He said, go in my name. I'm, I'm in his name. I'm representing him. It's kind I'm of like, ambassador. is it kind of like how there's this phrase that used to be used, uh, you know, uh, in the name of the law, you know? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there's the, the authority behind the yeah. office. You, you're invoking the office. Okay. But in Christ, you're representing the man. Mm -hmm. Either we are or we're not. Mm -hmm. And demons, where I've been in the, in the past, I was at a church one time up in uh, Long, uh, North Long Beach, California, Northern Long Beach. And it was Assembly of God Church where I first got born again. And I'm out in the foyer after a service, and there's all the deacons are talking. I mean, you know, they have a deacon board there. And they, they wasn't kingdom, just going to church and having uh, Assembly of God Church. <clears throat> and there's half dozen deacons out there talking in the foyer. And they're talking about this woman that needs to be ministered to down there in Anaheim, I mean, on, on Anaheim and Long Beach Boulevard, which is a bad place, by the way, really zombie land. <laughs> and this woman is called asking for prayer and help. And uh, these guys don't want to go. Well, I'm standing, I'm about 22, 23 years of age. I have uh, blue jeans, T-shirt. And so my Italian boots on, and I had my Bible. And I'm listening to them, and they don't want to go. And I said, gentlemen, uh, can I go? But I, I'd like to go. I, I'll go help her. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about this part of the town? I said, yes, actually, I do. And he said, this is not a good place to be going now by yourself. I said, do you all mind if I go? Can I go? Let me go. You know, I, 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 I would want to go. And they said, uh, well, you may go. Now, here's what I'm talking about. Go in his name. Like, you mm -hmm. got to get, this is where religion's missing it. They think using the name is like some type of magical omen. They're mm -hmm. using it. You know what I'm talking about? Right. They're not talking about being in, coming in, the, in that person. They're talking about using a certain name to get results. And sometimes I've seen Christians, I've seen men of God, I've seen charismatics, I've seen word of faith, use that name that's detached from the person. Mm -hmm. It's no longer attached to the person of Christ. It's just like using that name. And uh, man, I see that. I said, no, that's not mm -hmm. what he's talking about. So I go down there and I get my car and I take off. I come into these two-story horseshoe apartments. And uh, the moment... I got out of my car and walked in. Man, the back, the hair on the back of my head standing up. Is this nighttime or daytime? A uh, daytime. Oh, wow. And goosebumps like crazy. I stopped and said, Jesus, this place has got demons everywhere. Mm. All of a sudden, coming out of these apartments, the lower apartments, people started coming out, and they walking 
like zombies, <laughs> literally walking like zombies, and they start touching me, putting their hands all over and touching my excuse, touching my hair, and uh, all my face, putting all hands all over me, and I'm just standing there. Stop! Stop! Get away from me! And they just disperse and get wow. away. Well, I know the apartment number that they told me to go to. I go in there. And there's all kinds of people going through in and out of her apartment, her icebox, just walking, zombies. And when I walked through the, the foyer to get to her apartment, there was people sitting over here and people sitting over here. And they started hollering, crucify him, crucify him, F word, F him, F him. I just, I'm about 22. I didn't have a Bible or nothing on me. I just blue jeans and T-shirts. Mm. But they knew I had come in his name. Mm. See, that's when I learned at 22, mm -hmm. when Jesus said, you go in my name. Mm -hmm. I knew now what he meant by you shall be my witnesses. You're not going to mm -hmm. witness. Mm -hmm. You will, mm -hmm. but you will be. Mm -hmm. This is becoming something. This is representing me, Randy. <clears throat> These demons cried out to Jesus, we know who you are. He wasn't talk telling them who he was. I was walking through this foyer, and these people started screaming, hollering at me, hmm. crucify him, crucify him. They didn't know. They were looking for a priest coming, mm -hmm. a pastor coming, not some kid 22 years of age in blue jeans and Italian boots. So I learned right there, do these demons know me? Here's what it says. Jesus I know. Here's what a demon said. Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Yeah. Those two different words for no are not the same Greek word. It says, Jesus, I have met personally. Paul, I have heard about, but not you. <laughs> and so even what he had heard about, Paul, right. bothered him. Right. So they hadn't met me personally, mm -hmm. but the demons had heard about me. Mm -hmm. Even at 22 years of age, mm -hmm. two years old in the Lord, they already mm -hmm. knew I was a light bearer. I'm mm -hmm. carrying the presence of somebody with me. Mm -hmm. Even at that age, I saw that demons recognize and call me by name. Where I have a half dozen other experiences just like that. They knew my name. They mm -hmm. call my name mm -hmm. and then blaspheme me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even involved in a service or a meeting. Mm -hmm. So I found out what it was to go in that name. See, right here at this table, you and I are ambassadors of Christ. Mm -hmm. So I would let's say let's take that right now, and I'd say I'm an ambassador of the United States, and I'm going to be going to China. Am mm -hmm. I representing the United States or myself? You're the United States. That's what they recognize. I might call myself Randy when I get there, but they know I'm representing a nation. Right. And behind that nation is the authority of the whole military power structure. Right. I come in the name of Jesus. I don't come and have to use the name of Jesus. I have no problem saying it as a father in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But my point is you have to recognize, first of all, this is not a name to be used. This is a person to live with that wants to live in you. And then wherever you go, he's with you. Wherever you go, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And once you go out and you go in that name, the demons recognize it, sickness recognize it. I've come into meetings, uh, when during, even at TBN, and some of the large meetings we do, I'd walk, I'd walk in that, uh, that service, and on my way to the pulpit, people start coming, coming out of the wheelchair, just mm. because mm. come in that name. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But the Father that dwelleth in me, mm -hmm. he doeth the works. Right. And I'm in, I've come in his name, never mentioned his name, never started ministering or teaching yet, never started preaching yet, never got even on the platform yet. Just started happening. One of them walking, I started walking, 
down front. Down front, they had a bunch of uh, wheelchairs, people down here. I didn't think about it. I just came in, and I had to turn to the right, go, and they started getting healed just, just like that. And that was up in Anaheim. And, uh, and I, but that's because we have to recognize that who we are, as, we're, we're, we're kings, mm-hmm. Joe, we're kings. I think, I think you have to, um, it's almost like you, you can't just know it. This has got to be a part of your life. You have to be a, um, a light bearer. You mentioned yes, yes. Uh, an imager. I, I, I yep. call it an imager. We created in his image. And, and so he can do things on this planet yes. if, if we will take him. And so that's 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 crazy cool. Well, it's, it's just beautiful. You, it doesn't matter where you go, walking in restaurants, walking down the sidewalk, you're a representative. Mm-hmm. And I I look for I had something happen in California so so bizarre. I probably could have been a multimillionaire if I'd have, if I'd have said yes to this little old lady. <laughs> but uh, I knew it wasn't God's will for me mm-hmm. to, to do this thing. But this is meeting people, and they get a miracle. And she got a uh, I just walked down the sidewalk. She's carrying groceries home on the other side. I know she's limping. And she's an older lady, kind of scrawny little thing. And I just walked over and said, man, may I, may I help you with your groceries? Oh, I would love some help. I got a couple more blocks. To, I walked her to the home. Well, her husband had died, mm. and he owned oil rigs out there. And uh, she wasn't interested. She's old. But anyway, I didn't know that at first. But anyway, so she gets a, a miracle. She gets healed. I just I never heard of anything like that. Never even heard of all her life. And how come I haven't heard this or anywhere? It would, what? Did and you I, pray for her? What yeah, happened? Just, okay. yeah, just pray for her to get healed and uh, got healed. But didn't pray. Okay. Didn't pray. I just said, Jesus Christ sent me a man for you to be healed, and mm. he's going to heal you right now. And that was the end of that. Well, afterwards, that's when she wanted to bless me about all this oil rig money, and she's mm-hmm. got all this, and her husband's dead. I said, you know, ma'am, that's not what God's called me to do. Appreciate that. Give it somebody that you were somewhere else. But the emphasis was she walked down the sidewalk calling uh, carrying uh, grocery bags mm. with a limp. And I just go over there and make myself friendly to carry the bags because mm-hmm. I'm going to be ministering to her. Mm-hmm. And I like the word ministering to them that, rather than praying for them. Mm-hmm. See, because I am I believe a king doesn't have to pray it, but he just says it. And I've experienced it. Joe, this is not exaggerated. I've experienced saying it, I'd have to say, thousands of times in my 52 years of ministry. And I've seen Jesus Christ do it. I've seen him do it hundreds and thousands of times, never mention his name. Mm. Because once we realize that we have entered into the kingdom of God, we're under the domain and the rule of the master. Mm -hmm. And we are his ambassadors, his representatives, and his reflection on the earth. Those three powerful words demons recognize. And once they recognize that I'm reflecting him, I'm representing him, and I'm an ambassador, I'm a judge. I am a judge on the earth, and I'm a king. So I'm a king and a judge, and I have a priesthood, a ministry. Wow, where are you going to get this? Where are we going to get this unleashed in America? It would change this nation if every man of God would accept the fact that he's a king. Right. First of all, he's, spent, he's sent here to rule, to reign in life. Even Scripture says that we are to reign in life by one, Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we here to rule or not? I mean, of course we are. We have to take dominion. I have another question. This is a little bit <clears throat> more of a, a personal question. I know that that's not something that you're interested in, but I'm curious, and I think more people would be more uh, curious about this. Um, 
based on your experiences and your walk with God and, and understanding of the kingdom of God and understanding some of the things you've talked about, when you come across just individuals that you may have known for a long time uh, or you fall into a uh, conversation with somebody who is just not not very uh, acquainted with the ways of God, uh, does that bring frustration to you? Do you do you do you think okay, this guy's asking me a question. How in the world am I going to answer that question when so much of my life has evolved in understanding that walk? It would take me a lot of leaps to get them there. Oh yes, it does. Uh, does that does that does that cause you to be frustrated? Or how how do you handle that kind of scenario? Where do you do you? And I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but right. do you do you decide? Well, do I have the amount of time that it would take to actually answer that question? Or do you um, just smile, get along, be pleasant? And now, are these people born again or not born? Born again. again. Okay. Now, when they're born again, uh, that that is an entirely different subject because. Uh, this individual has to decide if he wants to be a disciple or not. And here's, here's the determining factor. And uh, if, if the body of Christ would get this, just this one truth that I've learned from Christ, it's going to remove so much incredible frustration from our lives. Answers hundreds of questions just in this one statement here. <clears throat> Christ handles our lives on four different grounds. And we are to perceive those four different grounds. And when he said that he, he scattered the word, it, it fell on thorny ground, it fell on the wayside, it fell on good ground, and it fell on, uh, what was the other? I threw them out there too fast, I guess. But anyway, these four different... Shallow. Shallow. He, two, two, four different grounds that... And it, but here's the deal. The, the Bible calls the seed of God sperma. Mm-hmm. Now we have to think entirely different with that word. Christ was the sperma of God. David was called the seed. Mm -hmm. uh, Abraham was called the seed. So these are men that reproduce. Everything in Genesis talks about the reproduction of everything after its own kind. Mm -hmm. So now it's going to reproduce after its own kind. So now we take the laws of physics and we take the laws of reproduction and we have to look at that. And that is, here's our discernment. You can have... And I'll answer for that question. But there, you can have 100 people come up for healing. Mm. And I can go down through that line and tell you everyone who will be healed and who will not be healed. It's based upon ovulation, the perception of ov ovulation. Is that because you can't get impregnated with the ground? The, you're talking the about ground, the ground. The ground. You can't mm. get impregnated with sperma, with mm. sperm, mm -hmm. unless you're ovulating. You're prepared, so you're ready. Okay. So Christ prepares these individuals for encounters, mm -hmm. and he prepares the heart. The heart is like the womb of a woman. Mm -hmm. It has to be ready and ovulating. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to one Christian, and I said, nice talking to you. Uh, mm -hmm. Nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. And you too. And I'll move on. I'll take – there might be another guy standing right with me and said, sir, can I talk to you? Mm -hmm. And I'll – because he's ovulating. Mm -hmm. he's, he, he's ready. Mm -hmm. He's prepared. The heart mm -hmm. is ready. And what is it that um, – what is it that – uh, gives you that impression that the only the Holy Spirit. Okay, 
I uh, see. I have the words. I have the sperm. I, I have the words of life. Mm -hmm. Christ has. He's given to us. The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and mm -hmm. they are life. <clears throat> but you can't reproduce life in a womb if it's not ovulating. Mm -hmm. So it has to birth that something in them. So the first thing that the seed of God does, this Bible, this word, mm -hmm. it's not just some book printed. It ha it has. All scripture given is God breathed, God indwelt, mm -hmm. and it has the power of reproduction, the power of life. So that means this, it produces life to somebody. So this individual I'm talking to, they're argumentative, they're doubtful, they don't really care, they're in unbelief, they just want to talk religion, whatever, you're wasting your time. Uh, 500,000 spermazoa is going there and 500,000 come out. Mm -hmm. So you, you're looking at going into which one did the Holy Spirit tells you to go to? Which one does he inspire you to talk to? Which one does he encourage you to talk to? You feel led by the Spirit of God because what you know is, is and here's what's interesting, ovulation uh, is a, in spirit, in the spirit world, is is a draw. It's a, it's a law of draw. Uh, Jesus Christ, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. There is a law of draw that what happens when people are drawn to me, wherever I go, people are drawn to me. I'm mm -hmm. sure they are mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. Wherever you go, they're mm -hmm. drawn to you. That's Christ because you have the seed, the sperm mm -hmm. to reproduce life mm -hmm. in them, the Word of God. It isn't just preaching and teaching. You're, you're going to reproduce Christ in them. I see. And it's going to bring life. Something's going to be birthed in them. When you walk away that day from that individual, something is birthed mm -hmm. in them, mm -hmm. and that will begin to grow. So therefore, mm -hmm. no, I don't, I don't look at it as frustrating. I just look for ovulation. And when they are, then I know when I walk away, that individual, I'll come back 10 years later, I'll give you a prime example. I went to uh, uh, Shankle, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, a gathering of, of all of the Shankle. A family reunion? Yeah, family, that's the word, okay. family reunion just uh, two or three days ago up in Arkansas. <clears throat> Going back into the sticks, hillbilly rednecking it. I haven't been back in... 50-something years. I've never had a Shankle reunion. Now, in that little community, there was around 200 Shankles at one time. And now, of course, they've married and all that. But I go back there, and I had a young man there that now he's no longer young. And <laughs> I, I taught him the gospel of the kingdom. When I came out of California back into Arkansas, I had I got one year with him. And boy, they asked him to pray. And I was interested in hearing him. His name was Robert Shankle. And I was listening, uh, and uh, he he really clung to me for a long time, learning the word of God, and mm -hmm. and uh, said, "Well, I haven't heard from him in fifty years. I'd like to find." It. So when he prayed, he said, "Father, I want to thank you for your word. It is written in your word." And he just starts the word of God. He said. I want to thank you that you've blessed our bread and water and you've taken sickness out of the midst of us. He's talking that in, a, in a, a bunch of religious people. Some are assemblies of God, some are Baptists. And he he went off, he just kicked, sounded, and Chris said, sounded just like you. <laughs> and it was, he's, he's speaking that word, see? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus, you've blessed my bread and my water. You've taken sickness out of the midst of us. And today when we partake this bread and water, I want to thank you giving us this day, our daily bread. We receive this as our portion day, already blessed by your hand. You offered this up and blessed it 2,000 years ago. He just went on and, and 
I mean, the place got quiet, and Crystal and I got excited. <laughs> and, but see, that's the power of reproduce, mm -hmm. reproduction after its own kind. The seed of God. Now, we can, in religion, as you said, entertain, recreation, mm -hmm. razzle, dazzle, wow, but you can't reproduce. Right. Uh, you, can, you can make them excited. You can make mm -hmm. them, you want, they want to dance and shout and run and whatever. You can get them all hyped up. Their emotions. But it won't reproduce. Right. It won't reproduce Christ. The, when they go home, the right. feeling's gone. Right. And uh, I've lost that love and feeling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they go back Sunday after a big they fight Saturday go night. They, oh, they got to go, go back. Got to go back. This is all about gas stations. Right. You got to keep on getting <laughs> filled up. And this is why I don't believe in the term of revival. Now, I believe God revives, mm -hmm. but we're looking for revival. And if you stay in Christ, stay revived, you don't need a revival. Mm -hmm. you, you're looking. In fact, someone says, do you believe in miracles? I said, oh, I most certainly do. I just don't want one. And they said, you don't want a miracle? Oh, no. You understand? <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, who wants a miracle? Right. It means you have to have one. Right. No, I don't want one. I don't want to be revived. I don't want to be refreshed. I don't want to be renewed. <laughs> because that tells you something, right? And, but I know it's so. Right. But you can keep yourself in Christ to where you... I mean, you can just keep yourself revived and refreshed. Right. right. I've done that for 52 years. Yeah. And man, it, so you don't need all this stuff, but that's that religion. Now, Wednesday through Sunday, we're going to have a revival. Mm. And they just keep on. And here's what the Baptists say. The Baptists say, you just keep going every Sunday and confessing your sins and mm -hmm. confessing your mm -hmm. sins. And, mm -hmm. and then Saturday night, you have a big fight with your wife. You mm -hmm. go back. This ain't nothing but Catholicism. Yeah. Father, forgive me for what I'm about right. to do. Right. Father, forgive me. I've not been to confession for one the, week. You mentioned that that um, <clears throat> you don't need a revival because you have the ability to stay connected with Him. He yes. So so, <clears throat> what would you say in terms of like if you have a bad day? Yeah. A bad day. Things aren't going well, and uh, at that point, what do you do? Do you um, how do you get yourself back up? Well, first of all, you have to ask yourself, did anything change in the spirit? Mm 